You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions on WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome to the Coach Bobby Sharp Show, presented by Game Time Athletic Fields and Line by Line LLC. And now to the locker room, here's Clayton Harris with Coach Bobby Sharp. And, uh, Coach, uh, here we are. It's game week. Uh, last week we, we had the Jamboree. Uh, we played Columbia Academy. Lions came out on top 14-7. to seven. Uh, What were your thoughts uh, of the overall performance you saw last Friday night? Well, I, I thought we accomplished what we needed to. You know, we talked last week before we ever played, you know, that we want to get our starters in there, you know, a couple series and let – let them get the bugs out, and certainly they did that. And offense did a really, really good job. I think our defense, you know, for the most part with that first bunch, uh, had a couple of mistakes, but overall, you know, exactly what we thought we'd see. Young bunch, you know, kind of spotty, but, you know, they're inexperienced. But, uh, you know, the Jamboree just about like what we thought it was going to be. You mentioned, uh, you know, you, you went with your first unit, I think, for two series on offense and maybe two series for defense. Uh, and then the rest of the time you let a lot of the younger kids get some, some playing time. Uh, what were your thoughts on how they did throughout the Jamboree, getting some of that experience with a lot of freshmen and sophomores? Well, I think the big thing for us this year is that we've, we've got kids that are going to start, and some of them are going both ways. So we've got to start building depth. And certainly you, you build depth for this year, but also, you know, you start building for the future. And I think that's very, very important, getting kids all the playing time on the big stage that you can. Coach, this week uh, we head over to Lewisburg, uh, and we'll be getting ready for kickoff here in about another 30 minutes or so. Uh, what was uh, practice like this week in preparation for the Tigers? Well, the, title, the Tigers are going to be a big challenge uh, you know, they're well coached by Coach Osteen and his staff, and, you know, he's got some exceptional athletes. But, you know, our kids have had a good week of practice. I thought we took another step up. That doesn't certainly mean that we're there yet, but, uh, you know, we incorporated some stuff on defense and offense that we that we needed to get in a lot earlier, but we didn't. And we certainly were able to do that this week. So, you know, our kids – you know, they were real focused. I thought today was a really, really good practice. It was mostly team stuff and uh, about three-quarter speed. But we got to work on checks and mistakes. And, you know, some of it we had to rewind a couple of times. But uh, getting ready for Marshall County has been a, been a big task. But it's going to be very valuable for us as we go throughout the season. Marshall County is going to start a left-handed quarterback tonight by the name of Silas Teat. Uh, he comes in, I believe, a transfer from Oakland. Uh, I, I was able to watch a little bit of film on him, and they have a young receiver in A.J. Jones, uh, who's just a sophomore. But going back to Teat, what do we have to do defensively to keep him in check? He likes to roll out to his left a lot. Notice that on film. Uh, likes, they, they like to throw the ball quite a bit. How do we slow the Tiger offense down? Well, I, the, I think the thing that, that, that benefits me a little bit, I, I've been to Furman with him, passing camp, knew him when he was at, at Oakland. Of course, you know, he started at Brentwood Academy. I think he went to Sturge Creek. And uh, his mom's actually, you know, a, a state educator. And 
his dad's radio broadcaster. So, uh, you know, he's got education in sports in, in his life, and he's been involved, and they've kind of searched for the right place for him, and uh, they've certainly found a good place at Marshall County. But, you know, we'll pressure him off that, that his left side, try to make him roll right with our big thing because, you know, if he's sprinting out, I don't think he throws as well. Now, if he's just opening it up throwing, he probably throws better to his right than he does to his left because it's a it's a natural turn. But I think the big thing we're going to have to do, we're going to have to bring the heat, have to get after him. You know, him being new, uh, he'll certainly see uh, a different speed than he's seen in uh, his scrimmages and even his jamboree when he plays us Friday night. Defensively, Marshall County runs an odd front. Odd front. Tonight. Well, you, we say odd. I, I think you're going to see multi. That's as old as uh, the game of football. You know, everybody going against a 50. Of course, they'll get in a 3-3 stack, which is an odd front. Uh, they'll get in an even sum. I think his new coaching staff brought a, a lot. Coach Randolph from uh, Cornersville, who's on his staff now, that certainly changes things. And, of course, he's got all the veterans that's been with him for a while, so – you know, we've had to prepare for the 50, but at the same time, the even front and even 3-3 three, three stack. And that's a challenge because, you know, your kids get used to doing one thing and all of a sudden they change it. And, you know, a lot of times that's when mistakes happen. Obviously, this isn't a region game, but it is the season opener against a very talented Marshall County team in what is a rivalry game. Last year's game came down to the final minute of the ball game. Uh, how important is it uh, for for your team to come out and try to get a win right off the bat into next week? Because I know, you know, we we put a lot of focus on the region games, but you know, it's important. Well, they are a, the the first. game is always because after Friday night half working for a coach named John Tucker. You know, he put in created moment year year and football season went so much better, you know, when you were not a, it's like I told the but boy, it sure is a game we'd love to get to to give us a boost. Well, Coach, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we thoughts on, on tonight's matchup between the Columbia Central High Lines and the Marshall County Tigers. Show presented by Game Time Athletic Inc. is built to a high higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life stare that only creaks whenever air condition built to a higher standard only at 9313 for all your home comfortable american standard dealer and proudly on area find davis and cooling online and on fade three 
know the sport of football of winners. It's a sport where we That's why CSH supports teams and want to say a special thanks and good volunteer of this school and high schools. We know football builds men that make we owned and operated family grocery freshes tan cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices specials as well as in store for Street in Columbia in the former Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Liberty People Shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Fiat of Columbia as the number Tennessee. We offer the largest selection of new Ram Jeep Dodge selection of used too. Combine that with C's number one volume dealer. Shop on the Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Ram truck and Jeep headquarters. You can retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2000. I don't know. I know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject we have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors. All of them break downtown. Columbia. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through member FINRA and SI 3.7 WKRM and 101 tonight for the Central High Lions and the Marchers game and, and what kind of momentum that can uh, let's talk about your offensive line And I, I, I was uh, uh, last Friday night, and very important tonight. Can I talk about what you thought you seen, what you expected? Well, they want a little better front. Five A this year. Aggressive, like uh, no the critical mistakes we made not knowing what to do. You know, some of the new stuff we believe in, but also it's some of the guys being in a different company. You know, I, and I think once they get to be pretty easy, that we've gone out there this week and picking up on of course, the uh, and just tremendous speed. So, to utilize that and keep everybody, you know, they've got a chance to be a. There's uh, a coach in football. Does the all necessarily for your team, but in general, the year, the all offense. 
kind of ahead of schedule than the other? Which which one would you say? You know, usually it's your defense, but Ed, you know, we, we had to make a change in, in the defense and in the middle of the summer, and that's that put us behind, slowly catching up. And when they do, you know, I equal, but the defense should always be ahead of the offense because the offense got to execute so much. But uh, right now, the offense out executes the defense. Really for Columbia last week, uh, one of there was a several. Tree Smith, the sophomore out there, that was putting this on some folks. You know, that was impressive. I tell you what else was impressive, Coach, and I want your thoughts on this. Jordan defense. I said since he's been in, on the varsity level, he had an interception on the first series of the game, and then there were several plays, and, and there was one in particular where he came downhill from a tackle for a two-yard loss on Columbia Academy. Uh, you mentioned. On week, you thought beyond high school, uh, seeing how he played last. About Jordan Davis, you talking about a sport athlete? Of course, for him, I think it's kind of like Jacoby Steve receiver and. Same, and then they important this last year was that one of the top state is a defensive back. Put Jordan Davis in the same category. I mean, outstanding field. You guys last week playing both sides of the football, which you know I'm sure you guys have worked on conditioning because of that. Well, I, I think one thing I take a lot of pride in is, is having kids ready, you know, physically, you know, to compete. Because you know I've always had played kids on both sides of the football. Of course, in, in 5A, you know, you, you'd like to have the luxury, but you know, it's like I talk about. I got a good friend that's in 6A ball on one of the better programs, and you know, for several years. And I'm talking about when they were playing for some championships, you know, they were having to, to, to play kids both ways. And till you get those numbers built up in high numbers, you're not going to be able to do that. And so, but, you know, if I'm a kid, I want to go out there and compete. And if I play offense, I want to be on it. If I play defense, I want to play out there too. And, you know, the thing we always want to do is put our best 11 out there. And if it's a kid that can –
You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions on WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. This is WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. Your home for the Columbia Central Lions for over 75 years. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Columbia Lions football is on the air. Tonight's game on WKRM is being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, by Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, by Ten Pen Alley, by Roof Systems Incorporated, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quick Mart, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, Caledonian Financial, McDonald's of Murray County, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Miracle League of Columbia, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line LLC, and Fast Stop Markets. Now to the field with the voices of the Columbia Central Lions, Lewis Maddox and Clayton Harris. And welcome in everybody to Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg tonight for tonight's matchup between the visiting Columbia Central High Lions and the host Marshall County Tigers. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Lewis Maddox here to bring you WKRM's 76th year of Columbia Central High football. We'd also like to welcome our audience on WKOM 101.7 FM for the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. Lewis, last year when these two met at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, um, it was a wild one. Marshall County jumped up to a 20 to, 23-7 lead going into the fourth quarter. But a gutsy rally by the Lions knotted the game at 23-all with 4.30 to go. Columbia regained possession with a tied ball game. And a few plays later, unfortunately, fumbled the football. And Marshall County drove the field and scored the game-winning touchdown with a little over a minute left to defeat the Lions 30-23. The Lions look to avenge that loss from last year tonight. Lewis, what, are, what is it going to take for the Lions to do that? You know, uh, last year's uh, uh, contest between the Tigers and the Lions uh, was very, uh, very high in emotion, and uh, that game uh, took everything out of everybody there week one in Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And, uh, you know, I look for Columbia's offense, like I've been saying all week and uh, throughout the uh, closer to the end part of this offseason. I uh, look for Columbia's offense to just absolutely dominate. We have had uh, a lot of waterfall uh, before kickoff here tonight, and it's going to be uh, really exciting because that that uh, plays in Columbia's favor. Marshall County, a uh, team that likes to spread it out all over the field most of the time on offense, and uh, Columbia just the opposite. They keep it on the ground as much as they can, and uh, I'm just really excited. Football's back. I'm glad everybody's listening. I'm glad to be here. We're glad to have you. I'm glad to be here with you. We're moments away from kickoff, but we are going to take a quick commercial break before they have the national anthem. You're listening to Columbia Lions football on 103.7 WKRM and 101.7 WKOM. We'll be back right after this. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. And welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field here in Lewisburg as we are getting ready for tonight's matchup between your Columbia Central High Lions and the Marshall County Tigers. And Lewis, uh, both teams now about to uh, take the field. Marshall County going in all black unis tonight. That's something new. I don't don't think we've seen that before. I'm pretty sure that's a, a new look for the Marshall County Tigers. Uh, it doesn't look too bad. No, not bad at all. Columbia tonight in their all-white uniforms, white pants, white top, purple numbers, purple helmet, chrome line head on each side, and the chrome stripe down the middle. Your captains tonight for Columbia, Luke Usselton, number 10, starting quarterback, alongside Ty Orr, number 79, your right tackle. Who else we got over there, Lewis? It's hard to see. All right, we got got number 59. That would be – Mr. DeAndre Mathers. Yeah, it is, Mathers. And number one, Adrian Hildalgo. So, as both teams will come out onto the field, your captains for Marshall County, number three, Marquise Davis, number six, Jacavion Curry, number 12, Trey Warner, and number 29, that is the starting running back, Damari Braden. So, 
like we said before, or like I said uh, before before this, uh, an absolute downpour uh, right after we set up here in the press box, and uh, it is uh, it is going to be a soggy night for both teams. That's for sure. That it is. That it is. Great crowd here at Preston Hopkins Field. The home team, Marshall County Tigers, packed house on their side. The football field is north to south. We are on the east side of the stadium in the press box looking across the way at the Columbia Central High Marching Band along with the Columbia Line fans as cars are still fouling in to the parking lot all the way out to the main highway and what should be a dandy. It looks like Columbia may have won the toss. Let's see what happens here with the flip of the coin. Marshall County wins the toss. They will receive. They want the football. So here we go, Lewis. All right. It'll game, be up to the defense. It will be game number one. Your defensive starters for Columbia at defensive end Malik Smith, number nine, number 70, Tristan Harden at tackle. Your other tackle is going to be number 67, Anaja Hildreth. Your other defensive end, number 50, Jaravius Hall. Your outside linebacker includes Audrey Smith. Your two inside linebackers are DeAndre Mathers and Caleb Clinton. Your two corners are Adrian Hildalgo and Terry Sharp. Your free safety is Jordan Davis. And your strong safety is number 21, Roland Manning. For Marshall County, we're going to see their new starting quarterback, number four, Silas Teat. You may have heard that during the coaches' show. He's a transfer in from Oakland. And he's a lefty, and he's very talented and has a lot of weapons at his disposal. Yes, he does. As the Lions take the field here at Preston Hopkins Field. And we are just moments away from the 2022 season. It's a good sight to see. It is. Now we're waiting on Marshall County to take the field across the way. Got a big banner. What does the banner say, Lewis? We'll find out in just a second. It's a little wrinkled. That it is. And nobody ever even got to see it. I ran through it too quickly. Oh, look at that. A couple backflips from the uh, couple black backflips from the uh, Tigers there. Coming out of the uh, tunnel, if you'll, if you'll call it that. So Columbia will kick off to start the ball game. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial. Marshall County will receive. Set to kick off for Columbia. The sophomore, number 56, Luis Garcia, 5'8", 180, filling in for the injured Max Patton. Hopefully Max will be back with us here in a couple of weeks. Back deep for Marshall County, number two, A.J. Jones, the sophomore, that's a guy you got to keep an eye on, Lewis. And number 15, Antoine Calhoun. Usually two of the uh, fastest guys on the roster. Uh, it'll be a uh, tough task for Columbia to run down there and uh, get a stop. Just like Cason Tice, the backup quarterback, is uh, on the kickoff team here tonight. He is. Here's Garcia, deep kick down to about the 10-yard line. Here's Jones. He's at the 15 to the 20, 25 to the 30, and finally wrapped up and stopped by Garcia at around the 42-yard line. So a good return by the Tigers is going to set them up with good field position here to start the ball game. 
Yeah, it looked like uh, Tice got in there as well for Columbia. Pretty and long so return. You don't, you don't really want to see that. No, you don't. So good field position here for Marshall County to start out with. Across the board for them, Alexander at tackle. Bayer at guard. Diaz at guard and Roberts at tackle. Here's Teat in the shotgun. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Here's the toss out to Braden. Braden to the 42, out to the 45-yard line before he's tackled by Caleb Clanton. And number 70, Tristan Harden. That'll be a gain of about four. It'll bring up a second down and six for the Tigers. Yeah, just a powerful uh, run up the left side and uh, a pretty good gain on first down. Same formation, trips to the right. Running back to the right hip of the quarterback, T. Play action, he'll throw a quick bubble screen outside. Nowhere for Jones to go. He's running backwards, and he is going to lose yards. He stays on his feet, and he's making men miss, but not before Still he loses. loses. Yes, not before he loses three or four yards. Roland Manning comes up from his safety position to make the tackle, and that's going to be a great play by the Columbia defense. It's going to set up a third down and about eight for Marshall County. And Columbia looking to get a big stop here on their first possession. Yeah, absolutely. This is a prime opportunity for them to do so. They've got to buckle down right here. Obvious passing situation for the Tigers. Five wide. Oh, and, and there it is. Five wide, empty set, and we're going to have an offsides on Jaravius Hall. That is not going to make Coach Sharp happy. That's going to give him five yards. He's still going to be third down and about four but a much more manageable situation for Marshall County. Marshall County going right to left on your radio dial. We're here in the opening quarter with 10.45 and counting. Ball is on the left hash. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Braden in the backfield next to Teat. Here's the snap. Handoff to Teat. Or Teat's going to hand it off to Braden. He's across midfield and stopped by Terry Sharp at the Columbia 44-yard line. That'll be enough for a first and 10 Tigers. And that, that's where that penalty is really big. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jaravis jumps off sides right there, sets up a uh, – turns a long third down into a short third down, and they pick it up fairly easily, get some push up front. These guys got to buckle down here. Here's T, play action in the gun, being pressured by Jaravis. He's going to take off. He's going to be knocked out of bounds at around the 41-yard line. That'll be a gain of three on the play. Caleb Clanton in pursuit for Columbia. And that'll bring up a second down and seven, Marshall County. Yeah, he's got some wheels on him for sure. Clock stops, 10-14 here in the opening period. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's Teat. He's going to hand it off again to Braden up the middle. Got room to run, and he'll get it. He's got a fumble picked Football. up. It's Adrian Hildago. Hildago back to the 45-yard line, Boom. and Columbia is in business as Braden could not hold on to the football, and turnover number one goes to Marshall County, and Columbia is in business. Absolutely. What a, what a great hit from the Columbia defender there. I saw a helmet right on a football. And it pops straight out and a huge opportunity early for Columbia. That is what you want as a dejected Braden comes off on the sidelines for Marshall County. Here comes the Columbia offense with junior starting quarterback Luke Gusselton. Ball is going to be on the left hash. Columbia going left to right on the radio dial. They'll break the huddle in the wing formation. Jordan Davis at right wing back. 
Caden McCoy at left. And Cortez Duncan in the backfield at fullback. Toss to McCoy. To the right side. He's across midfield Got to the room. 45. To the 40. Inside the 35. To the 30. Down the sideline to the 20. He's being chased and knocked. Oh, that's a late hit. And no flag's going to be called. But Columbia, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 27-yard line. There is a flag back here at the 38. We'll see what that is all about. But uh, right off the bat, I mean, uh, there you see it right there. First play for the Columbia offense. It looks like it may come back on this one. Uh, but first play for the Columbia offense gets opened up, and they break one for a huge run. It's a good sign. It's a great, it's a great sign. Great sign if you're a Columbia fan. But let's see what the penalty is. We got a hold against Columbia, and I just hope this isn't a theme we see tonight. It's going to be a spot foul, which will put the ball at midfield. So it will be first down and about eight for Columbia. Ball's going to be on the right hash. Something that hurt a lot of those big runs last year for these Columbia Lions. It's something they're going to have to work on as the season goes goes on. We're just going to have to keep an eye on these flags over here in front of the Marshall County bench. So here we go. Usselton under center in the wing. He sends Jordan Davis in motion. Toss to him to the left side. He's outside to the 50, to the 45, to the 40. First down and more. He's at the 30. He may go. He's inside the 20. Cuts back into the field, and he is down to the five-yard line. What a run by Jordan Davis. Exactly how that opens up the hole. Great push from the offensive line once again, and he sprung loose. No flags this time as it's first and goal Columbia. The ball at the five-yard line of the Tigers' ball will be on the left hash. Great run by Jordan Davis of 45 yards, setting up Columbia in the red zone for the first time tonight. And this is where this Bobby Sharp, Coach uh, Coach Moore, Coach John Moore offense comes into huge play. This thing's unstoppable down here at the goal line. They're going to have to protect it. Heavy set here for Columbia as the white hat is, what is he doing? He's over here talking to Marshall County's coaches, so he's late getting in position. Now he's trying to stop. And now, now he'll, he'll set he'll the start. play clock. Here we go. Columbia with three linemen to the right side. It's going to be a handoff to McCoy. He's going to get into the end zone for Woo! a Columbia touchdown. How about that? It took all of two minutes and 35 seconds for Columbia to score the first touchdown of the season. And just like that, a five-yard touchdown run by Caden McCoy, and Columbia leads six to nothing. So here's Luis Garcia in to kick the extra point. The holder will be Adrian Hidalgo. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is up, and the kick is good. Well, outstanding. That's how drive. you want to start the season, Columbia. Takes a 7 to nothing lead. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, my name's Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg. Columbia gets a turnover off Marshall County's opening possession. They drive it down the field 
55 yards, a big 45-yard run by Jordan Davis, capped off by a five-yard touchdown by Caden McCoy, and Columbia leads seven to nothing. There's been a uh, flag by an official left on the uh, Marshall County logo at midfield, so we'll have to pick that up before we can kick off here. And uh, Luis is going to need his uh, kicking ball, too. That's true. Huge crowd here at Preston Hopkins Field for tonight's matchup between the Cross County Rivals or neighboring county rivals. Yeah. Columbia kicking off left to right. Back deep, A.J. Jones and Calthorne for Marshall County. Here's Garcia. And he'll kick a kind of a short sky kick to about the 18. Here's Jones across the 20, 25. Heads towards the Columbia sideline, out across the 35 before he's finally tackled by Hunter Woody at around the 39-yard line. It's already scaring me. So here we go, Marshall County coming out onto the field for their second possession. And it is loud, folks. It is. Very, very, very loud. Great atmosphere here tonight. It's turned into, a, turned into some uh, beautiful weather. It's cooled down a little bit. Here comes Marshall County. Four receivers to the left, one to the right, an empty backfield for the quarterback, Teat. Going to bring somebody over here. Here's a man in motion. He'll fake it. He's going to look. He's going to fire deep across the middle, and that is nearly intercepted by Autry Smith. Pass intended for number eight, Jaden Randolph, but great coverage by the sophomore Smith will make it an incomplete and bring up second down and ten for the Tigers. Randolph had a step on Autry there, and he, uh, he, he made up that ground really quick. Had a quick last step, knocked that ball away. Great defense from Autry on that play. Here we go, second down and 10 for Marshall County. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. A tight end comes into the game, and Braden on the left hip of his quarterback. Here's Teat. He'll throw it out to Jones, and that ball is incomplete. Great coverage by Adrian Hildalgo at his cornerback position. I like, the, uh, I like the energy of these corners here early. They're already flying around all over the place. Getting a little emotional, too, and they're already stopping them. Here we go. Here comes the white hat. He wants to have a little word with somebody. Let's see. So he's going to talk to Hildalgo. Now he's going to talk to Jones. You're going to have two receivers to the right, two to the left. Braden in the backfield next to his quarterback, Teat. As we are waiting for the white hat to get in position. This is unbelievable. It is. A little, a little unprofessional so far. Here we go. Play clock begins. Here's Teat in the shotgun. He's dropping. He's looking. He's looking. Nowhere to go. And he's going to be taken down at the 41-yard line. There's Tavy there first. Tavy Barner with the tackle and a host of Lions. And that will bring up fourth down and nine for Marshall County and the punting unit coming out to give the ball back to Columbia. Great pressure from Columbia right off the jump there. And they get there. Tavy was the last one there, but uh, Hall and uh, Malik Smith kind of forced him up the middle and right into his arms. Back deep for Columbia's number one, Adrian Hildalgo, back to receive the kick. 
Here's the snap, and the punt is away. It's going to be a low line driver, line drive, driver, line drive. I can't even speak. I'm there so excited. That's going to hit and roll and be downed at the Columbia 14-yard line, and that's where the Lions will take over for their second possession of the ball game. I tell you, uh, Columbia has come out with some energy. I know me and Clayton kind of talked before this uh, before this broadcast, and Columbia did not look uh, like they were that crisp in warm-ups, and uh, we were kind of a little nervous uh, about the energy that Columbia would come in with, but obviously they have ramped it up uh, here to start this football game, and they are all over everywhere early. So here we go, second possession for Columbia. Starts at their own 14-yard line, 8-13 to go in the opening quarter. They lead 7-0. Here's a toss to the right to uh, number two, Caden McCoy. Caden's at the 30. He's got a first down out to the 35 before he's swarmed up by a few Tigers. But a great, great 21-yard run, just a toss sweep to the right to Caden McCoy. And just like that... First and ten, Columbia. Just absolute dominance up front from Columbia right now. I think that's the first time uh, that anybody even broke into the backfield and Cade McCoy made one step and still uh, got got out of his way and picked up the first down. Awesome play, awesome run from McCoy there. Joshua Britton going to check out for Columbia as Quandre's Pete will check back in at split in. Here come the lines. Ball on the right hash. Jordan Davis lined up to the right wing. He goes in motion to the left. A tall sweep to him. Same play as we saw earlier. He's going to get across the line of scrimmage, but only gain about two this time before he's tackled by number 22, Thomas Beach, the senior linebacker for Marshall County. That time the contained defenders for Marshall County uh, held, held their point of attack on the right side there and made a good play on defense. It's going to bring up second down and eight for the Lions. Ball is going to be set at the 38-yard line. 7.06 to go and counting here in the opening quarter. Columbia leads Marshall County 7 to nothing and looking to add to it. Here's Kalen Slaughter lined up to the right. Your wingbacks are McCoy and Davis. Duncan in the backfield. Here's a jet sweep to McCoy. Looks nowhere to go, and he's going to lose two. Tried to cut it up inside, but there was nowhere for him to go. Tackle made by number 31, Darian Crenshaw, the senior defensive end. And now Columbia is going to be be in a third and ten situation here in the in the middle of the field. Ball will be spotted at the 36. So Lewis, we may see uh, Columbia's first uh, offense attempt their first pass in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we never saw we never saw uh, Luke uh, Usselton attempt a pass in the Jamboree last week. Oh, look at this! We're going trips to the left. One receiver who's uncovered, Malik Smith to the right. And we got a timeout because Thomas Osteen can't believe what he sees. Columbia in the spread, believe it or not, folks, contrary to what you might hear, they were going to throw it, and I guarantee you they will. We'll stay here with 6.06 to go in the opening quarter. They They, did not expect that. They obviously did not expect that one. Malik Smith was lined up wide uh, down at the bottom of the field. No one on him until the last second, and they called timeout. So, uh uh, that was almost a very, very busted coverage from the Marshall County defense. Well, we saw it from up here, and somebody probably saw it above us who's uh, on the coaching staff for uh, Marshall, Marshall County. So 
It'll be interesting. Well, we're trying to get our audio right after that monsoon we got earlier. We had to rearrange our equipment and uh, get it going correctly as uh, Columbia is going to come off the sideline. And here we go. It's going to be third down and 10 for the Lions. Ball is going to be set at the 36-yard line in the middle of the field. And they're going back in the wing formation. So, if anything, they forced Marshall County to use one of their timeouts. Yeah, Here's did. Jordan Davis in motion. It's going to be a Sally play to this side. Here goes Caden McCoy, and he is going to go. Talk He's to at the 30, Talk the to 20, the 10. Touchdown, Columbia. We didn't need to pass it, Clayton. We didn't need to. 64 yards, Caden McCoy with the touchdown. And just like that, they lead 13 to nothing in a stunned crowd here at Marshall County. My gosh, he's fast. 63 to the crib. How about that? Here comes Luis Garcia and the special teams unit onto the field for the extra point. Adrian Hidalgo will hold. Here's the snap by Huckabee. The, the kick is up. It's tipped and deflected and no good. So with 5.52 to go here in the opening quarter, Columbia... 13, Marshall County 0. We'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388- 3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. And welcome back, everybody, to Lewisburg, Tennessee. Columbia Central High Lions going against the Marshall County Tigers. And Columbia leads 13 to nothing with 5.52 to go here in the opening quarter. And the crowd in Marshall County is stunned. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a little quieter. Here's the kickoff by Garcia, fielded by Jones at the 12. Jones across the 20, up the Columbia sideline, 30. Oh, boy, that could be trouble. And he's going to be tripped up finally in Lion territory at the 38. A major hold on the Columbia sideline, but no flag. Yeah, that's that's still trouble. I mean, that's that's three in a row returned past the 35-yard line. That was the longest one so far. They take it all the way back uh, across into Columbia territory. Uh, Not something that you want. Columbia has had some trouble defending uh, really fast kickoff returns in the past, and it's something that's obviously uh, still plaguing them here in the 2022 opener. So here comes Marshall County. It's their third possession of the ball game. Two receivers to the left, A.J. Jones, the receiver to the right. Silas Teat, the quarterback, in the shotgun in the backfield as the official is going to take another timeout to reset the play clock. Damari Braden, the senior running back in next to Teat. Here's the snap to Teat. He's going to give it to Braden up the middle. He gets across the 30, down inside the 26. 28-yard line before he's finally tackled by DeAndre Mathers. Too many yards there on first down. It's going to bring up second down and four for Marshall County at the Columbia 27. 
Good powerful run there from Braden. Here's no huddle by the Tigers. Teat in the shotgun again. He's going to get it. He's going to fake it. He's going to throw it deep into the end zone to Jones, and he is going to drop it as he did a double move on Adrian Hildalgo on the Columbia sideline and got some space, but just out of the reach of Jones, it hit his hands and fell to the turf incomplete. He had plenty of space on that one. That was just, that was very, very lucky. Had two steps on Hidalgo there. Here we go. Third down and four for the Tigers. Columbia looking to try to get another stop here. Here's the handoff, Braden up the middle, tons of room to run. He's got the first down. He keeps fighting inside the 20, down to the 15 before he's tripped up by Autry Smith. And that'll be a first and 10 Marshall County. They're creating holes up front uh, on Columbia's defensive line, and it's just basically arm tackle attempts uh, from then on past that point. They're going to have to cut that out. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, and up back to the left. And Braden next to his quarterback, Teat, in the shotgun. Here's Teat. He'll take the snap, hand it to Braden. He makes a man miss. Goes up the middle, tries to cut it outside, and he does. And he's going to get inside the 10, down to the three-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 Tigers, or first and goal Tigers, with 4.38 to go here in the opening quarter. He got all the way down to the two. So the clock will start running again, 435 and counting. Columbia leads 13 to nothing. They're going to bring in their heavy set. Now does Marshall County. They're going to be in the I formation. You're going to have a fullback in number 22, Thomas Beach, and Braden's going to dot the I in the I formation. Here's the handoff, Braden, left side. He's going to make a man miss. He's going to get into the end zone for a Marshall County touchdown. Too easy, Lewis. Too easy. It was started by the long kickoff return, and, uh, you know, Columbia's defense has been out there for a good bit of this first quarter. They just took it right down the field on them. Here's, else to say. Here's the swinging gate formation here on this uh, extra point. Let's see what they do here. And they're going to fake it. They're going to go for two. They're going to pitch it out, and the two-point conversion to Jaden Randolph is good. Columbia's defense did not adjust as everyone was lined up outside of the hash besides Braden, the long snapper just snapped it over to him and he got it in for two. So with 4.17 to go here in the opening quarter, Columbia leads 13 to eight. We'll take a timeout and be back right after this. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. And welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Lewis Maddox. Columbia Central High Lions lead 13-8 to over the host Marshall County Tigers. Marshall County, after the long kickoff return inside the Columbia 40, able to go down and punch it in for six. And then a little trickeration there on the extra point, get some two, making it a 13-8 game. Columbia set to receive back deep for Columbia will be number one, Adrian Hildalgo, and number 24, DeCorion Jamison. Really excited uh, to see uh, Adrian Hidalgo touch the football right here. Really excited. 
Here's the kickoff, and that thing is going deep into the end zone for a touchback. So Columbia will get the ball to start at the 20-yard line. I tell you, the kicker from Marshall County, number 34, Wyatt Joyce, a junior. He's got a leg. That thing went a long way. Yes, we watched him in warm-ups make a 51-yarder with plenty of room to spare. Oh, uh, it would have been good from 56 or 7, no doubt. I think you're right. So here we go, Columbia now, their third series. They've scored on their opening two. Hopefully opening three. That would be nice. Would that be. would be nice. Columbia breaks the huddle. Three receivers to the left. Now Davis is going to come back in his wingback position. Cortez Duncan in the backfield at fullback. Here's the handoff to Duncan. Duncan, nowhere to go. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage before he's tackled by number 55 for Marshall County. That is Jonathan Bayer, the nose guard, the senior, 5'10", 205. He's actually playing a little farther outside to the left, and he cut in and uh, made a great play right there. Good penetration. So second and long here for Columbia, 350 and counting. Columbia leads 13-8 here in the opening quarter. Usselton getting the play from the sideline. Lions will break the huddle with 10 on the play clock. One receiver to the right. That's Pete. Here's Usselton under center. He'll send Jordan Davis. No, that's Kay McCoy in motion. Now a Sally play back to Jordan, and Jordan's not going to gain anything as number 72 for Marshall County. Anthony Diaz makes the stop, and we have a late flag come in, and we'll see who that's on. Disregarding the penalty, uh, another opportunity for Maybe a Columbia pass. Personal foul against Columbia. It's going to be an unsportsmanlike. It's not good. Don't know who that's on, but that's going to be a half a distance penalty. And that that happened after the play. It did. So they'll get it sorted out. Let's see where they put the ball. Ball's going to be at the 10. So instead of it being third down and 10, it's going to be, or second down and 10, it's going to be third down and 20 for Columbia. 3.16 to go here in the opening quarter. Columbia breaks the huddle going left to right on your radio dial. They're in a two-by-two set, or actually trip set, with Pete Davis and Slaughter to the left. Malik Smith to the right. Here's Usselton in the shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll look. He'll fire it out to Pete. A man all over his back, but no flag on the play. And that'll bring up fourth down for the Lions as the punting unit will hit the field. Definitely not what you wanted to see right there. Uh, but, yeah, definitely uh, definitely cause for uh, defensive pass interference on that one. Uh, didn't get the call, and we'll get to see uh, Luis Garcia out for his first time punting for the night. If you watched uh, Marshall County and Page last week, they made some plays on special teams, so... Tyler Huckabee's going to have to get a good snap and good protection up front for Columbia as the Tigers are sending people out on the field late. It's a dangerous situation for Columbia right here. Here's a snap to Garcia. Oh, no. And he's going to get hit. And Britton's going to pick it up. I'm not sure what happened there. 
Garcia dropped the ball. The ball went up off the ground, and he still was able to kick it. He kicked it off the ground. But he kicked it right to Joshua Britton, who caught it and was tackled at the 19-yard line. Jeez. So a nine-yard punt, and Marshall County is going to take over in the Columbia red zone first and ten. What a disaster. What a disaster. Couldn't have said it better myself. He kicked it off of the ground after he dropped it. Well, Luke Usselton can punt the ball, too. I think at some point they're going to have to consider that. So here comes Marshall County. They're coming out here looking to take the lead. Two receivers to the left. They're going to stay in the I formation with a tight end to the right. Silas Teat, the quarterback, under center. He's going to hand it off to Braden. Braden around the left end, and he's going to be stopped and tackled by number 64, Jatavius Barner, after about a two- to three-yard gain. And another flag comes in in the Columbia secondary. It's not good. Columbia's got to keep their composure if this is on them again. And looking at the Columbia kids, Hall, he's saying it's on Marshall County. Let's see. Dead ball. What? I mean, I'm guessing that's unsportsmanlike conduct. On both teams. I think so it was that's, offsetting. That's going to offset. And uh, that will bring up second down and eight from the 17-yard line. Let them play. Come on. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect football here in week one. Especially between these two teams that are definitely uh, chippy with each other. Columbia leads 13-8. to 2.50 to go here in the opening quarter. But Marshall County at the Columbia 19-yard line after the nine-yard kick or punt. And the clock will now roll. Marshall County in their all-black uniforms with a white stripe, white helmets with the blue Marshall County M on each side. They'll break the huddle under center. Here's Silas T, man in motion. That's going to be an end around. And up to make the tackle is Jordan Davis, but not before number 15, Anthony Calthorn gets down to around the 12. That'll be a gain of four. That'll bring up a third down and three for Marshall County. They set themselves up in another manageable third down. It's uh, not good for Columbia. They've been getting push and have been able to uh, move the ball within the tackles. Barner will check out and Hildreth will check in for Columbia. Two receivers to the right. One in the backfield next to the quarterback, Teat. It'll be Braden, the running back. Here's Teat in the gun. He's going to fake play action. No, he's going to give it to Braden around the left end, and he's down inside the five to the three-yard line, and it'll be first and goal, Marshall County at the Columbia three. We predicted that this game was going to be pretty high scoring, and uh, it is uh, showing all the characteristics of uh, one of those games. So checking out for Marshall County will be Trey Warner. And checking in will be number 22, Beach, the fullback. Braden in the backfield. Teat under center. Here's Teat. He'll hand it off to Braden. Braden down towards the goal line, but will be stopped at the one. That was close. DeAndre Mathers in on the tackle. 
along with Dravius Hall. 145 and counting here in the opening quarter. Columbia leading 13 to 8, but Marshall County knocking on the door. Second and goal in the I formation. Here's Teed under center. Quarterback sneak up the middle. He'll get pushed in by Beach, and that'll be a touchdown, Marshall County. It looked like Columbia might have had a chance there to stop him. Uh, then a, uh, a push from one of the tailbacks, number 22 for Marshall County, gave him the extra edge and uh, the second effort to push him across the goal line to tie this game up. So with 1.32 to go here in the opening quarter, it's 16-13 Marshall County. They're going to line up again in that swinging gate formation. And now they'll shift back into a regular extra point alignment. Here's the snap over the holder's head. Joyce is going to get the ball. He's going to pick it up. He's going to take off, and he's going to th just throw it up, and that's going to be incomplete, and that will be no good. So with 1.32 to go here in the opening quarter, the score, Marshall County 14, Columbia 13. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back, everybody, to 103.7 WKRM's coverage of Columbia Lions football in the 76th year. And also, welcome the audience on 101.7 WKOM for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week as we are in Lewisburg for Marshall County, Columbia Central. And Lewis... It's been an excellent game so far. It has been. Short field gave Marshall County... Great field position there on that last touchdown. They lead 14-13 as Joyce will kick off for the Tigers. And he'll boot it deep, and Hildalgo will catch it in the end zone for a touchback. Another opportunity for this Columbia offense to show what they've got. Uh, the last possession uh, looked like Marshall County kind of figured out those couple of plays that they were running. And, uh, you know, Coach Moore, uh, we both do. He's going to run something until it stops working. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what he runs right here. We'll see how they mix it up. At the end of the first quarter, up the road in Nashville, Columbia Academy leads Ezel Harding 21 to nothing. Nice. So here's Columbia. They'll break the huddle. Slaughter's going to be your split end to the right. Jordan Davis, a right wing back, with Cortez Duncan at fullback and Cade McCoy at the other wing back. Luke Usselton under center. He's going to hand it off. Counterplay to McCoy. McCoy's got room. He's out across the 30 to the 31-yard line. That'll be a first down Columbia on a good run there by Caden McCoy. Absolutely. A, a great run right there from Caden. Great big hole opened up right, right up the middle. Hildreth doing a good job of sticking his man and uh, making a gap for Caden McCoy to run right off his backside. So first and 10, Columbia. Ball's going to be in between the hashes in the middle of the field at the 31. They're going left to right on your radio dial. 109 and counting 
here in the first quarter. Marshall County leads 14-13. Columbia got up 13-0, and the Tigers have scored on their last two possessions. Jordan Davis in motion. Here's a handoff to Duncan, and Duncan's going to lose a yard on the play as he will be tackled in the backfield for a loss by number 55, Jonathan Bayer. Went back to the same one they used on the last possession, and it was the same result. Marshall County stuck to their tees on the right side and uh, made a great play. Adrian Hidalgo checks in the ball game as Cortez Duncan checks out. As Luke Usselton will get the play call. 30 seconds to go and counting here in the opening quarter. Columbia leads, or I'm sorry, Marshall County leads 14 to 13. Already 27 combined points here in the opening quarter. Slaughter out to the right at split in. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to fake the handoff, play action. He's looking, got McCoy. He's going to catch it and get out to about the 37-yard line. That'll be a gain of about six, seven, we'll say seven. Yeah, an outstanding job from Caden McCoy right there to hang on to that ball. He was hit right as he caught it and still managed to hang on, creating a more manageable third down than they had before. It will, and that will take us to the end of the first quarter. Your score, Marshall County 14 Columbia 13. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. And welcome back, everybody, as we begin the second quarter of action. Columbia with the football down 14-13, third down and five. They're in the shotgun. Three receivers to the right or to the left. One, Holding. and that's a hold. We got a Should flag have been right hold, here. But that's going to be an illegal shift on Columbia. They're not going to call the flag on the Marshall County defender who had a had the I jersey. Mean, that's, just, that's absolutely ridiculous. Had a handful of Kaitlin Slaughter's jersey. And they'll decline it. Surely. I thought it was a, it's supposed to be a dead ball. But obviously not. They're going to decline the penalty, and that's going to bring up fourth down and five for Columbia. The ball at the 37-yard line. And they're going to punt it away, and Lewis, this is scary. we got to pray. Hopefully we get something good out of Lewis Garcia here. Garcia back deep, standing at around the Marshall County 25-yard line. Snap over his head. And they'll pick it up. And they're going to get it at the 21. Not good. Not good at all. You know, at some point, you may just get in the shotgun and let Usselton quick kick it. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to. 
I'd say, you know, before he even kicked that, I was thinking about saying this might be the last time they go with this, this group out there and they might make the switch to go uh, with Usselton on a quick kick, which is going to have to be the option now. They're going to have to. Absolutely, they're going to have to. Yeah, because This I, is going to lose the game for us. I, I, no doubt. No doubt. You're giving them the ball in the plus side of the field twice, uh, once in the red zone, and now they're on the doorsteps of the red zone. They, Marshall County with the football first and 10 at the 22. Here's Silas Teeth, the quarterback, in the pistol formation with Braden behind him. He'll hand it to Braden. He'll go right. He'll stumble and then get inside the 20 to the 19-yard line before Anijah Hildreth will get there to make the tackle along with number 70, Tristan Harden. Saw a whole lot of holding on that one. That didn't get, didn't get called. I don't know if they've had a penalty tonight other than the offset unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Regardless, it'll be second down and eight for the Tigers going left to right on your radio dial. They lead 14 to 13, 11, 15 and counting here in the second quarter. And we have a timeout, Columbia. So we'll take one with them. 11, 19 to go here in the second quarter. Marshall County leads the Lions 14, 13. We'll be back right after this. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later and Sunday 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, bringing you tonight's Front Porch Sports Game of the Week on 101.7 WKOM and Columbia Lines 76 season on WKRM. Marshall County leads 14-13. They'll have the ball at the Columbia 20-yard line with a second down and eight, and Lewis Columbia's defense needs to make a stop here. They, they've got to, and it's it's also important to know that Marshall County hasn't faced a long field yet in this game. No, they have not. So here we go. Silas Teton uh, is the quarterback from Marshall County. He'll be in the shotgun. He'll send Calthorne in motion. He looks, play actions, wide throws open. it wide open to number 42, John Thomas. The senior for a Marshall County touchdown. He goes uncovered out of the backfield, and Marshall County extends their lead to 20 to 13. I mean, just an absolute busted coverage from Columbia right there. He sneaks out of the backfield, and he's all by himself, streaking, streaking down the right side of the field, makes a grab for the touchdown, and that one hurts. That one hurts for the Lions. Here's Joyce out to attempt the extra point for the Tigers to try to make this an eight-point game. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is blocked. blocked. It is blocked, and that will be called dead after the block. So with 11-13 to go here in the second quarter, Marshall County extends their lead on Columbia to 20-13. to We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Welcome back in. Welcome back in, everybody. 11-13 to go here in the second quarter. Marshall County leads 20-13 over Columbia. Columbia came out and jumped up to a 13-0 lead, and since then the Tigers have scored 20 unanswered. Here's the kickoff by Joyce. Over the head of Jordan Davis and into the end zone for a touchback. Butch got it. Yes, he did. Good catch, Butch. So Columbia about to begin their possession at their own 20-yard line, going right to left on your radio dial. We had big plays early by Jordan Davis and Caden McCoy, but since then, penalties and not many yards on first or second down have hurt Columbia. So let's see if we can get something going here. Just just some undisciplined play from Columbia. It seems like they're uh, kind of getting out, getting out of breath and kind of forgetting their fundamentals. They've got to get back. Uh, to focus in and uh, driving this thing down the field one play at a time. In the wing formation is Usselton. He's under center. Jordan Davis in motion, double handoff to the back, to the right side to McCoy. McCoy across the 20, out to the 25, and knocked out of bounds in front of the Columbia sideline at around the 26-yard line. That'll be a gain of six on the play. You know, bring up second down and four. So that's what you want to see on first down, Lewis. You know, four, five, six yards. Makes up, it makes it second down and short. Yeah, you really can't beat Caden McCoy on the outside on first down. Uh, you get a great pickup with his speed going to the outside. Uh, just an easy way for the Lions to uh, pick up yards all night. Columbia in their all-white uniforms, purple numbers, purple helmet, chrome line head on each side with the chrome stripe down the middle. They'll break the huddle with Duncan in the backfield at fullback and Davis and McCoy at the wings. Here's Davis in motion. Usselton hands it off to Cortez Duncan, and he'll go nowhere as Usselton nearly lost the ball on the snap. It's, it looks like he may have had his foot stepped on. And that'll be a – they're going to say a no gain on the play. So what was second and four will now be third down and four as Cortez Duncan will check out of the ball game and checking in for Columbia. No, he's going to come back in now. So he'll come back in. Malik Smith will be your tight end. Your two wingbacks will be Caden McCoy and Jordan Davis. Juandres Pete also in the game lined up. A little confusion on offense. Yep, and we're going to have a timeout Columbia, so we'll take one with them. 10.25 to go here in the second quarter. Marshall County 20, Columbia 13. 
Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Welcome back in, everybody. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox bringing you Columbia Central Line football. They trail Marshall County 20-13. to 13. Columbia got off to a fast start, got up 13 to nothing, and since then Marshall County has scored 20 unanswered. And Columbia's offense looking to make something happen here. It's going to be third down and five. The ball will be on the right hash. Columbia going right to left on your radio dial at their own 25-yard line. Here's Luke Usselton under center. Jordan Davis in motion. Toss sweep out to the left. And Jordan Davis is going to keep his feet moving. And he'll get to the 29-yard line. But that's going to be a yard short. Hey, I say go for it, considering what we've looked like the last couple of times punting the football. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good option unless you want to go with a quick kick with Usselton. Uh, I think they I are. I think they are. That's what it looks like they're doing. They are. So Tristan Harden will check in the game along with number 88, Joshua Britton. And Usselton will go. Very risky. Into the huddle as Columbia is going to go for it on fourth and one at their own 29-yard line. Huge play as Usselton's under center with five on the play clock. Here's the snap. Handoff. No, he's going to fake it. Gives it to McCoy. Hold first on. down and more Boom. out across the 35 to the 37. And that'll be a first and 10 Columbia. Whew. A much needed first and 10. That one got my uh, my blood pressure up a little bit. It was a fake dive to Cortez Duncan, the fullback. And then they gave it to McCoy coming around from the left side, going to the right. And he's able to get across the 30 and get a first and 10 Columbia at the 37. Good gain of about eight. It was. Here comes the line. Here come the Lions. They break the huddle. Duncan in the backfield with Davis and McCoy behind him. He fakes it though. They're going to give it to Duncan, and he's got nowhere to go. Maybe a half a yard gain on the play. He's stuffed. And oh, and he lost the ball. They're saying he fumbled the ball. No, right they're not. Officials are saying he's down. He's down. He's down. And now they're gonna they're gonna meet up and talk about it. He's down. Yep, he's down. The crowd tried to steal that one. They did. <laughs> Got me scared for a second. That would have been a disaster. To say the least. Twenty to thirteen Marshall County leads with eight thirty and counting to go here in the opening half. Columbia with the football, trying to get some points on the board and tie this thing up. It's gonna be second down and nine for the Lions at the thirty eight yard line. Here's Usselton under center with Duncan, Davis, and McCoy in the backfield. And now we have a whistle and a timeout Columbia. We'll take one with them. We'll be back right after this. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Welcome back, everybody. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox coming to you from Lewisburg, Tennessee at Preston Hopkins Field. As Columbia trails Marshall County 20-13, to 13, but Columbia with the football, second down and nine at their own 38. Here's Luke Usselton under center. He's going to fake the handoff to Davis, gives it the other way to McCoy. McCoy out across the 40 to the 45-yard line before he'll be stopped and tackled by number five, Perryman, and a late flag, and finally a flag against Marshall County. There was a late push from Columbia as well. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went either way. Number six. You're looking for the number. It was number six. So here we go. Let's see what the call is. It's going to be third down and two without the penalty. After the ball, dead ball. Personal foul against the Tigers. There we go. Add 15 to it. And into Tiger territory and a first down Columbia. That's what you like to see. Big penalty there. So that's going to give Columbia the football. First and 10 at the Marshall County 40-yard line. With 8.02 to go here in the second quarter. It's a great opportunity for Columbia to uh, regain the momentum that they had in in the early first quarter. They've got to get back to that, and they are, uh, they're are they moving the ball a little better here. They haven't over the past couple series. they got to keep this up. Just under eight minutes to go as the clock runs here in the second quarter. Lines will break the huddle with Jordan Davis lined up wide to the right. Lake Smith wide to the left. Adrian Hildalgo in the slot. Here's Usselton in the gun. A quick bubble pass out to McCoy. McCoy makes a man miss and is going to get back to the line of scrimmage. He keeps his feet moving. He'll gain three on the play. Ball will be at the 37-yard line. Will be a second down and seven for Columbia. And just, I mean, that's a, that's that's a still an absolutely unbelievable uh, feat of athleticism from McCoy. He was stopped by a defender about two yards in the backfield and still managed to pick up about three yards on that play. Shows you how strong he is. He's unbelievably strong. Always has been. He was that big when he was in fifth grade. (laughs) He's a good one, and he's only a junior. Adrian Hidalgo will stay in the game offensively for Columbia. He'll line up at left wing back. He'll go in motion. Here's the handoff backside to Jordan Davis. Davis makes a man miss before he gets out to the 36. A late hit. Now, isn't going to be called on Marshall County, and that'll be a gain of about two on the play. So that's going to be third down and six for Columbia as Ty Orr is going to come off the field limping. It's not a good sign. And that is not good. That is not good. Columbia may have to take a timeout here. Let's see. Got about 13 seconds. They're still in the huddle. Uh, they're not going to get this one off. Down to six and, seconds. And they're, and they're, Columbia's the out of timeout. They don't have a timeout. Usselton's calling for one. 
And that's going to be a delay penalty on Columbia. They should have reset the play clock on the, on the injury. They did not. And that's going to put the ball back at the Marshall County 42 and bring up a third down and 12. So Tristan Harden is going to enter the ball game at right tackle for Columbia. And now we got a flag on the sideline. Couldn't even tell you what that one would be. About to find out. Sideline warning against Columbia. As Coach Bobby Sharp's going to have a word with the official over there. So now it's going to be third down and 12 for Columbia. They're going to stay in the wing formation with Pete lined up at the split end on the far right side of the field. Here's Usselton under center. He'll all go in motion. Handoff Davis, backside, nowhere to go, and he'll lose two on the play. So two-yard loss, and that's going to bring out the Columbia punting unit with 5.53 and counting to go here in the second quarter. And this... Uh this will already scare every uh, Columbia Lion radio listener. And we're in the first quarter, I mean the second quarter of the first game. Oh, boy. This punt, need, this punt team needs uh, needs some work, to say the least. Yes, they do. Huckabee to snap to Garcia. Here's the snap. Garcia will get it away. Barely. It'll hit and roll. And be picked up by Jones. He'll run up the sideline to the 30, to the 40, across midfield. And Jones is going to take it all the way to the house for a Marshall County touchdown. Columbia just stood there, let Jones pick it up, and he's going to take it to the house for an 80-yard touchdown. And Marshall County extends their lead to 26-13. to An absolutely devastating play. for the Columbia Lions here. And that, folks, is 26 unanswered points by Marshall County. Just arm tackling. Arm tackling on the uh, on the punt team. Well, they weren't in pursuit either, Lewis. They just stood it. there. They, they watched him pick it up, and then they decided to try to pursue him. And by the time he got a full uh, head of steam, it, it was... It was touchdown time for Marshall County. Now what you want to see. Here's Joyce. He'll come in to kick the extra point. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is up, and the kick is good. 4.48 to go here in the opening half. Marshall County extends their lead to 27-13 over Columbia. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox. 
Columbia trails Marshall County 27-13. Marshall County has scored 27 unanswered points after Columbia jumped up to an initial 13-0 lead. And, Lewis, this is getting dangerous now. Columbia has got to respond offensively. If they're going to get back in this ball game, they will receive the second-half kickoff. But that's, I mean, that's exactly what they've got to do. They've got to take all 448 of this, of this second quarter that's left. They've got to drive it down the field and at least come away with something. We know Luis Garcia is having some trouble on the punting side. We know he can kick the football if he can get some protection. So we've got to come away with some points and then get the ball back after half and go and get some more, or it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a grim week one uh, for the Columbia Lions. Kickoff's going to go into the end zone for a touchback. And Columbia will take over first and 10 at their own 20. It's getting loud in here again. Yes, it has. Columbia looking to try to get some points here before the half. Still no tie or he went out in the last series hobbling off the field. We hope he's okay. It's not a good sign. Hopefully we'll get a report at halftime about his situation. But here goes Columbia. They're in the huddle. The Dusselton calling the play. They'll break the huddle with 20 on the play clock. Malik Smith lined up wide to the left with Slaughter wide to the right. Jordan Davis and Hidalgo in the slot. Here's Dusselton in the shotgun. He looks, rolls to the right, nowhere to go, and he's going to get sacked. Sacked for a four-yard loss on the play by number 20, or actually that's number 31, Darian Crenshaw, the senior defensive end for the Tigers. Yeah, as soon as Usselton looked up, I mean, his receivers barely even had time to make it out of their breaks before uh, he had a couple, maybe I think it was three Marshall County defenders from up front already on top of him. Uh, just not going to be able to get a good pass game going with that going on. Usselton will get the call from the sideline. 13 on the play clock. They'll break the huddle. Smith wide to the right. Slaughter wide to the left. Davis in at wing back along with Hidalgo. McCoy in the backfield at fullback. Here's Davis in motion. And we got flags or whistles before the snap and a flag on the play. I'd say some movement. False start on, it looks like it's going to be, they're going to call that on Slaughter. Got a little antsy. So take five more yards and back Columbia up, and that's going to make it second down and 19. Ball will be at the Columbia 11. Columbia looking for something positive here. They need something. They do. At minimum, they need to at least try to flip the field. 315 counting. Marshall County leads 27-13. Here's Usselton under center. Slaughter wind up wide to the wide to the right. Here's Hidalgo in motion. He's going to play action. Look, he's got Malik Smith wide open down the field. He throws it up, and that's got to be a flag. Yeah, it is. We and got we it, got finally. it finally as Monte Vaughn was in coverage for Marshall County. He was beat deep and knocked Smith to the ground as the ball approached him. But again, I don't think that'll be enough for a first down. Unlike college, uh, it's not an automatic first down. So what was second and 19 will now be second down and four. four. Man, if if Usselton had gotten a little more air under that one, that one had the opportunity to be a big play 
uh, from Malik Smith at tight end. He had nothing but green grass in front of him. So Columbia catches its first break in a while. Makes it second and manageable here. So they will break the huddle as the official has still not set the play clock. Some confusion. And it's just taking the for, it's just taking him forever to get back there. Now he sets the play clock. Here we go. Columbia will come out in the wing formation right to left on your radio dial. Here's Usselton under center. Hidalgo in motion. He'll hand it on a jet sweep to him. Nowhere to go. He cuts it back inside. Keeps his feet moving before he is leveled on the play by number 22, John Thomas. Gain of maybe a yard, and that's going to bring up third down and three for the Lions at the 27-yard line. Yeah, Hidalgo uh, spent a little bit too much time on the outside. Uh, the hole presented itself, and he just couldn't get north and south for whatever reason and ended up uh, not getting too much movement on that play there. 3.15 and counting. Here to go in the second quarter. Marshall County leads 27-13. A huge third down and two for Columbia. They'll break the huddle with one receiver to the left. Here's Usselton under center. Usselton's going to drop the ball, nowhere to go, and he's just going to get it and throw it away over to the Columbia sideline where it'll stop the clock, and that'll be an incomplete pass. By the time he regained possession, the running backs had already ran by him. He had nothing else he could do with the football, so that'll be incomplete. They may throw a flag for grounding here, and they will. He's pulling it out, and there it is. So that'll be an intentional grounding on Columbia. That'll be a spot foul and a loss of down. So it'll be fourth down and about six for Columbia. Looks like they will try the quick kick with Usselton this time. Good. They'll mark it off from the spot and go back five. So the ball is going to be placed at the 19-yard line, and that's going to be fourth and 11 now for Columbia, but Usselton, as you mentioned, back to punt for the Lions. Hopefully it goes a little bit further. Just need a good snap here. It's a big one. Here's a snap. Good it's snap. a good one. Usselton will get it away. It's going to be a high end over end kick. That'll be fair caught by Jones at the 42. So the Marshall County will take over in line territory at the 42-yard line with 2.49 to go here in the opening half. Columbia defense has to step up big here. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's really important. Uh, this is kind of the turning point in the game for Columbia. If they don't buckle down here and they allow Marshall County to get another touchdown before halftime, it's going to be real tough to come back from that in one half of football. Yes, it is. So the Tigers will run out onto the field. The Tiger offense led by junior quarterback Silas Teat. Standing beside him in the backfield will be Damari Braden. 
Here's Teton, the shotgun, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Ball on the left hash. Braden will go out and motion to the right. Teat looks, nowhere to go. He's going to take off. He's up the middle, and he's going to run to the right and finally tackled for a loss on the play by number 15. That is going to be Keon Barner on the play. That's a loss of four. So a great job by the Lions defense right there to set Marshall County back. And I think that was caused by Hidalgo on the top side. He was on Jones, number two, who's been an outstanding returner tonight for the Tigers. He put an unbelievable check on Jones right at the point of attack and put him on his butt. He had nowhere to go with it. Three receivers to the left. Jones lined up to the right. Here's Teed in the shotgun. He tries to draw Columbia offsides, but nobody goes. Now he'll change the play. Braden will move to the left side of Teet in the shotgun. Here's Teet. He'll get the ball. Delay, handoff to, to Braden. Braden's going to be arm tackled. No, he's going to keep his feet moving, and he's finally going to be dropped by Malik Smith and Barner from his cornerback position. A gain of about eight on the play. Ball at the 39-yard line, and it'll bring up a third down and seven for the Tigers. Yeah, Savion Ferguson in for Jaravius Hall on that left side, in that left side in position. Uh, he got all of the jersey of, of Braden there, but just couldn't bring him to the ground. Braden, a really powerful runner downfield. 130 and counting. Teat will change the play. There go no huddle. He's in the shotgun. Trips to the left, one receiver to the right. Braden goes in motion out of the backfield. Teat loads up, fires deep down the right sideline. He's got Jones, and he's going to drop the football inside the five. Thank goodness. Man. Thank goodness. Thank goodness is right. He laid out for that one, and... That's the second one that's been right in his hands that he just hadn't been able to come up with. And uh, that'll set up now a uh, fourth down for the Tigers. But they are still looking like they're going to figure out what they're going to do here. They might end up going for this one. It's a fourth and six. Marshall County set up on the Columbia 40-yard line. Corian Jamison just subbing out. So they're going to go for it. They're going to let the clock run. No, it's actually stopped. Play clock down to 17. Here's Teat. Rolls to his left and throws it, and the pass is going to be caught at the Columbia 28-yard line by Jones, and that'll be first and 10. My goodness. Great simple throw and catch there from Marshall County. A quick breaking right out to the outside, and uh, Jones was right there wide open. Hidalgo covering to pick up the first down there. Columbia out of timeouts. Marshall County with two. We're under a minute to go. Empty backfield now as Teets in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, three to the right. Here's Teet. Drops back, looks, being pressured, rolls to the right, nowhere to go, runs up the field, and is going to be dropped and, and the fumbled ball. the ball. Football. Fumbled the ball, Malik and Smith. Columbia's got it. Malik Smith. First and 10, Columbia, with 43 seconds to go here in the second quarter. That's a huge play that will keep Marshall County off the board here. And, man, Malik Smith just took the football from T. I mean, absolutely took it from it. Stripped it onto the ground and picked it up. Like candy from a baby. Malik Smith, outstanding play from him. So Columbia is going to get the ball back with no timeouts and 43 seconds left. Here we go. Let's see what they do. 
Got to try and get some momentum back here going into halftime. That, that fumble recovery helps. You've got to capitalize on these opportunities. We got three receivers to the right. And McCoy in the backfield. Here's Usselton. Looks, loads up, throws across the middle. The pass is going to be caught for a first down Columbia. No, they're going to say incomplete. They're going to say Pete dropped it. It was dropped, but, I mean, absolute pass interference on Marshall County. Jersey's being stretched out from mediums to largest here tonight. And nobody's seeing it. 36 seconds to go in the opening half. Columbia with the football at their own 25-yard line. The last thing they want to do is give the ball back to Marshall County. Cannot do that. Columbia, Cannot have that. Columbia will get the second half kickoff. As you got Slaughter and Pete lined up to the right, along with Hidalgo. Britain down low. Low snap, and Austin's just going to cover it up and fall on the football. And now Marshall County going for a timeout here and trying to get the ball back again. And do you blame them? No, I don't. Because Columbia's just giving it to them on the 20-yard line on every possession. You got one more chance here to uh, try and amend this. But Marshall County is definitely trying to get this football back, and they're trying to score again up 27 to 13. So timeout, Marshall County will take one with them. 32 seconds to go here in the opening half. Marshall County leads Columbia 32, or I'm sorry, 27 to 13. We'll be back right after this. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field. Columbia trails Marshall County 27 to 13. If you're just joining us, Columbia got out to a 27 to 13 lead, or I'm sorry, a 13 nothing lead, and Marshall County has scored 27 unanswered points. But Columbia and some special teams miscues has helped the Tigers in that situation. Here's also 10 under center. He's going to lose the ball again and he's going to fall on it again. And that's going to stop the clock as Marshall County will take their final timeout with 30 seconds remaining. We'll take one with them. We'll be back right after this. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field. It's going to be fourth down and long for Columbia. Is they're going to try to punt this thing away and try not to give up any more points before the end of the first half. I guess that's got to be the goal at this point. Ty Orr still 
on the Columbia sideline, got injured a couple of series ago, and Luke Usselton will come in the punt for Columbia. He'll be back in and around the Marshall County Five. Here's the snap from Huckabee, but we have a whistle and a flag on the play. We'll see what that's all about. There were 17 seconds left on the play clock. Let's see what it is here. Illegal substitution against Marshall County, so that'll give Columbia five yards. We'll take it. We will. Take anything we can get right now. And that'll move it up to the 23. Still going to be fourth down and 12 for the Lions. Got to have some protection here. Snap. And Usselton will get it away. High hanging end over end kick. Going to be filled by Jones. He's got the sideline over Columbia sideline. Cuts it back towards the middle of the field before the stop's made by Autry Smith and number 36, Chris Cathy. And 18 seconds are now left on the clock with no timeouts for either team. And Marshall County will have the football at the Columbia 37-yard line. And this is where Marshall County's kicker, number 34, Wyatt Joyce, could come into play big time as he has got a very strong leg. Yeah, he does. We, uh, we, we definitely saw him take a 51-yarder. Uh, that's, that's the farthest I saw him get to, but that thing would have been good from 57. It would have. Joyce has an absolute leg on him. So here's Teat in the shotgun. Four receivers to the right, to the left. He looks, drops, throws deep down the middle of the field, and that oh ball. Oh, my goodness. That's uncatchable, but they're going to call a pass interference on Terry Sharp on an uncatchable pass intended for A.J. Jones. I mean, absolutely uncatchable. Jones laid out at the five, and uh, that ball narrowly missed going out of the back of the end zone. There's no way that ball would have been catchable, and uh, just a bad, just a bad call by the back judge. So Marshall County is going to get 15 yards. And a first down at the Columbia 23, ball on the left hash with 30, with 12 seconds to go, looking to add to their 14-point lead. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. That's Jones. Braden in the backfield next to Teat. Official puts the ball in play. Here's Teat in the gun. Drops, drops, looks, looks, nowhere to go. Being pressured, throws it out in the flat to Braden. Braden inside the 20, into the 10, down to the 7-yard line. But that is going to do it Yep. more than likely for the end of the first half. They have a stop with one second on the clock. And now they'll have to run it. There's no way they get this off. That's it. That's the end of the Ooh. first half. Oh, thank goodness. As the official is going to blow the whistle dead. So at the end of the first half of play, it's Marshall County 27, Columbia 13. Columbia will receive the kickoff to start the second half. And we'll try to get Coach Bobby Sharp here. 
as uh, Lee Maddox. We'll try to get to him, and uh, hopefully we'll get an interview from um, from uh, from him here in just a few. And, Lewis, what are your thoughts so far uh, in the opening half? Uh, you know, Columbia uh, starting out obviously came out really hot, uh, had a good had a couple things go their way early, uh, a couple couple spots, uh, and, and just kind of capitalized off their opportunities. But, uh, you know, Columbia kind of lost their first eight-minute moxie and uh, started committing some penalties. I know Dravius Hall jumped off sides once, which I know that was probably drilled in practice this week after what had happened against Columbia Academy in the Jamboree. Um, but Columbia has just kind of refocused and special teams, special teams, special teams, special teams is going to be the absolute key in this one. If Columbia cannot fix what they've got going on, what 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 they have horrendously going on uh, with their punt team right now, uh, it's going to be an absolute long night uh, for the Lions, and nothing's going to change. Coach. And I think we're with uh, Lee Maddox. He's with Coach Bobby Sharp. Take it away, Lee. Coach Sharp, uh, your thoughts. Out just really strong in that first quarter, but things have turned around a little bit. What are you going to do here to, to change things here in the second half? I think the big thing we got to do is get them settled down. They got a little bit shook. We kind of lost our point. Uh, had guys that uh, really started, you know, just complaining uh, with each other. We got to get them settled down a little bit because we got a lot of youth out there. If we do that, we get back in this ball game right here. It's been a key right here, right? Well, our, our punter's out. Uh, got hurt, so he's not here tonight. Our backup, you know, uh, has done a terrible job punt for us tonight. Just a lot of pressure for a young kicker. And the thing we got to do is just get him settled down and see what we get done here. Coach, thank you for talking to the second half. Thank you. Back to you. That's Lee Maddox. Thank you, Lee, with the coach Bobby Sharp here at halftime. We'll take a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll uh, – have some scores, hopefully, and uh, talk a little more about the first half here as Marshall County leads Columbia 27-13 to here at halftime from Preston Hopkins Field. We'll be back here in just a moment. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We're here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodride believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field here in Lewisburg, Tennessee. We are at halftime. And Marshall County leads Columbia 27-13. And, Lewis, things started out well for Columbia. Marshall County received the opening kickoff. They fumbled. Columbia recovered, went down and scored, got the ball back again, had a long run by Caden McCoy, scored a, another touchdown, making it 13 to nothing. The extra point was blocked. And then things just kind of spiraled out of control. Marshall County scores 27 unanswered points, two of which were 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 because of special teams issues when we tried to punt the football and it gave Marshall County the ball once inside of our 10 and then once near the 20 yard line and they capitalized and um, it just it's been tough sledding now Columbia did do a good job there before the end of the half to give up any more points and they will receive this opening kickoff of the second half but uh man it was yeah. wild. Yeah, they did have a good stop there at the end to not allow Marshall County to get any more points. But, yeah, Columbia, I mean, like I said before, uh, we went off the air, an outstanding uh, opening to the game for the for the Lions here tonight. But they kind of just lost their way uh, as time has gone on. Hopefully they can get some of that momentum back. 27 unanswered points is not what you want to have happen uh, in less than a half of football. And it's going to be hard for – I mean, it, it – we, we talked about how it would have been uh, very hard for them to come back if they had allowed Marshall County to score again. It's still going to be a, a tall task. Uh, a couple scores for Columbia is what they're going to need and uh, a couple quick ones, uh, and one of those is going to have to come on this opening possession for the Lions. They want any chance of getting back into this one. I agree. The opening possession is going to be the tell of the second half, in my opinion. They're going to have to get the ball, go down, and score, make this a one-possession game again, and then the defense – and special teams is going to have to step up if Columbia can get back in this thing. Yeah, and then they can't allow uh, the momentum that they build to be uh, squandered by uh, offsides penalties and dead ball personal fouls. Um, they're not going to call Marshall County for a lot of these penalties. Uh, and it's happening on both sides, don't get me wrong, but it's just not going to be called uh, in Columbia's favor tonight. I think that they know that. I think that they knew that coming into this one. I'm sure they did. And uh, uh, Columbia is going to have to compose themselves and uh, treat this like it's uh, the most important game of the season, which uh, right now it is. Talonor went down uh, there early in the second quarter. Uh, we've been told it's an ankle injury. We don't know uh, what the diagnosis is. He made a statement that he's going to try to give it a go, so maybe they'll tape it up here at halftime and try to get him back out there at right tackle. Uh, we saw Tristan Harden come in and replace him. Uh, but it would be be good if we could see Big Ty get back out there on the field. It is, yeah. Tristan Harden is a, is a guy that can kind of step in and uh, uh, do a good job at any of those spots up front on either side of the ball. He's a guy uh, that kind of knows every position, has played all of those positions in scout team. He's a hard worker, uh, and he makes most of his effect on the defensive side of the ball, clogging up the middle. But uh, it may be the case that he has to uh, step up a little bit more in this one and kind of go both ways a little bit as he steps into this right tackle position. If Tylen Orr can't go, he's going to have to buckle down uh, and hold down the right side of that line. 
what we saw there late in the second half was a lot of uh, quarterback center exchange issues and Columbia not back out on the field yet, but Anijah Hildreth and uh, Luke Usselton currently out there at the 35-yard line, and they're just practicing taking snaps and getting snaps from under center. That's got to be corrected. We saw on a big play Luke lost the football, and by the time he regained possession, the backfield had already gone by him, and he had to throw it away. They, they called it an intentional grounding. Uh, now they're going to work on getting the snap out of the shotgun, and a lot of that could be uh, from the pressure that we've seen up front by the Tigers as now the Lions are going to come out to the end zone to our left here at Preston Hopkins Field, and they'll begin stretching to get ready for this second half. It's currently 27-13, to 13, Marshall County leading over Columbia. Columbia will receive the second half kickoff. We'll take a commercial break, and we'll be back. Right after this, you're listening to Columbia Lions Football on 103.7 WKRM and 101.7 WKOM. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in, and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn, then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field as we are set to begin the second half of action here between the Marshall County Tigers and your Columbia Central High Lions. Marshall County leads 27-13, to 13, but they will receive the second half kickoff. So, uh, Lewis, if you're Coach Bobby Sharp, you just wonder uh, what he might have said at halftime. We heard the interview with your dad, Lee. Uh, Talked about special teams, talked about maybe a lot of youth out there, a lot of guys kind of getting on to each other. And uh, I couldn't imagine what that speech may have been like. Uh, I mean, you got to imagine that Coach Sharp was uh, ultimately trying to calm these guys down and uh, put them in the position to understand that this ball game isn't over. They still have an opportunity to come back out and win this game. Uh, you know, first game, uh, a lot of frustration, a lot of penalties, lots of, a lot of uh, undisciplined play from the Lions on both sides, really. Uh, the Lions are kind of getting called for it more uh, as we uh, come starting to come back from this uh, halftime break. But uh, Columbia, all, I mean, all, all they've got to do is settle down and uh, get back the momentum here on this opening drive. If they go down and score on this opening drive, uh, it's, an, it's an absolute whole new ball game. Columbia's right back in this one. They can bring it within, to, within a score, uh, and it's, uh, they can be off to the races from there. But they have, they've got to keep their moxie and keep the momentum uh, throughout the remainder of this second half if they want a shot against the Tigers tonight. Columbia, as mentioned, scored the first 13 points of the ball game, and then Marshall County storms back and scores 27 unanswered. And in all honesty, Columbia was lucky it wasn't more than that. They got a stop there at the end with a tackle inside the 10-yard line. Marshall County was out of timeout, so not an opportunity for them to to try to score a touchdown or kick a field goal. And uh, Lions are going to have to regroup, reset, and try to come back out here and get back in this ball game. I mean, it feels like we're getting our doors blown off, but we're only down two possessions. We come out here and score to start the second half. It's a one one score game. I mean, I think it feels like that because it's uh, it was a couple of runs. Columbia scores the first thirteen. Marshall County then puts up the next twenty seven points uh, until halftime. Uh, you know, Columbia has just got to refocus into this game, and kick coverage is going to be the absolute biggest part of their success tonight. Kick coverage uh, has been absolutely horrendous in this first game tonight. I don't think, I wonder what uh, A.J. Jones' return average has been tonight. I imagine it's somewhere around 40. I think it's probably closer to 50 or 60. 
It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, we, they, they scored on a punt return that died at around the 20-yard line, and instead of running and downing the football and pursuing Jones, Jones just picks it up and runs down the Marshall County sideline. And just, jog, just jogs down the sideline. Yeah, and, uh, and scores a touchdown. And uh, I have a feeling that uh, when Coach Sharp and uh, the coaching staff look at that on film, there could be some guys that, uh, that are fired off the punt team. Well, it used to be that they'd start uh, w- w- with our teams uh, when I was playing. They would put some starters on defense uh, uh, into the kick coverage team, um, and that obviously is what needs to happen here if this continues. Well, we're about to get said as uh, the Tigers and the Lions are on their respective sidelines. Columbia will receive... The second half kickoff, they'll be going right to left on your radio dial. Marshall County will be kicking off left to right. Great crowd for Columbia. Great crowd by the home team, Marshall County. And uh, not too hot. It's not. We saw uh, the umbrellas come back out briefly during halftime. We had a big downpour about 45 minutes before the start of the game. And after both bands completed their performances at halftime, we saw another shower come through, but since then it has disappeared. And uh, like you mentioned, it's a, it's a nice night for football here in Lewisburg. Surprised that uh, rain didn't cause a little more humidity. It's really not that bad out here. Jordan Davis back deep for Columbia along with Adrian Hildago. They have not had an opportunity to uh, return any kickoffs tonight because of the kicker for Marshall County, Wyatt Joyce, sends him about five to seven yards deep in the end zone every time he strikes the football. That is a, uh, that's a delicacy in high school football right It's there. huge. It's absolutely huge. It's a weapon. So Joyce is going to set the ball on the tee. The officials set the ball in play. And we are about to begin second half action here at Preston Hopkins Field. Here's Joyce. He'll kick off from the 40, going left to right. That's an end-over-end deep kick that's going to be fielded by Hildalgo as he has one foot stepping over the goal line into the end zone, and that will be a touchback. So Columbia will start at the 20-yard line. And looking out there, I do not see Ty Orr. So... What sounds like a sprained ankle is going to keep the senior off the field here to begin the second half. Really hope he can uh, find his way back into the starting lineup. No, he is. He is. He's coming out there. He's He's, he's going to line up at right tackle, so that's big. He's got that right ankle heavily taped. He's got Malik Smith lined up at tight end to his right with Jordan Davis behind him at wingback. You got Cortez Duncan and Caden McCoy. Referees aren't set up. And they're going to blow it dead before we can do anything. Uh, one note, no one, no one Tylen Orr, he is definitely not 100%. And we know he, I know he's in there. He's definitely not 100. He's, he limped out of the huddle. And so now we got a play clock issue. And the head official is going to walk over and talk to Coach Osteen for Marshall County. Let's see what, what happens here. See if we can get somebody on the uh, play clock. 
Columbia coached by first-year head coach Bobby Sharp, member of the Tennessee Football Coaches Hall of Fame, assisted by offensive coordinator John Moore, assistant coaches Wes Duncan, John McDonald, Antrez Booker, Carlos Emerson, Matthew Belkin, Chris Chumley, and James Dickinson, along with kicking coach Stephen Baker. As the official is still talking to Coach Osteen, and now the athletics director has come out onto the field. Let's see what in the world is going on. I've never seen an AD on the field. They're taking a nice stroll. Yeah, just take your time, boys. Yeah, I mean, take your time. All the time in the world. Now they're going to walk over here to the Columbia sideline. Thought I heard some boos there for a second. As they're looking over towards the Columbia sideline, not sure what is happening, to be honest. We're trying to get things underway. And now they're pointing down to our end zone camera that is. Well, put up, is it not? No longer there. Now a sheriff is uh, walking over to this huddle. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. Trying to get the attention of Coach John Moore to see what in the world is happening. He doesn't look too happy. No, he doesn't. I mean, the, I, only, the only thing I can think of is a camera. Was it was it taken over the fence by someone outside of the fence? I mean, I don't. let's do this. Let's take a timeout. We'll try to figure out what's going on here, and we'll be back in just a few moments. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. And welcome back, everybody. We got the opening kickoff of the second half. Uh, it's a touchback. Columbia looking to start first and 10 at their own 20. From what I've been told, we have an unruly fan uh, yelling out explicit explicits to uh, the Columbia players and coaches, and uh, they are looking to escort that person out. But we're going to get underway here to start the second half. 
Ball is in play. First and 10 for Columbia to start the second half at their own 20-yard line. Here's Luke Gusselton under center in the wing formation. Jordan Davis in motion. Hand it off to Cortez Duncan, his first good run of the night. Out across the 25 to the 26-yard line before he's tackled by number six, Curry, for the Tigers. That's the first time Cortez Duncan has really trusted his his uh, his read on, the, on his running and uh, hit the hole with uh, exponential speed. He hit that with some power as well. And uh, got a good gain, about five. They're going to say he got six as the ball will be placed on the left hash at the 26-yard line. Second down and four, Columbia. Davis at the right wing back with Duncan and McCoy in the backfield. Davis goes in motion. Here's the fake toss handed off to McCoy the other way. Caden trying to get upfield, hits the Columbia sideline, stiffs arms and man out to the 29-yard line before he's tackled by number one. Monte Vaughn, that'll bring up a third and short for Columbia. One more broken tackle right there. I think Tate McCoy might have hit in the outside right there. So a third and short for Columbia. Ball at the 29-yard line. One minute into the second half. Columbia trails 27-13. to They'll break the huddle. Trying to make this a one-possession game. Here's Usselton under center. In the wing formation, Davis in motion. They're going to hand it again to Duncan. Duncan's going to get up to the 31, and that'll be enough for a Columbia first and 10. He uh, used used that second effort right there and kind of fell forward after he had already been made contact with and kind of fell over the line just perfectly enough to, to pick up the first for Columbia. Yeah, it looked like he was going to lose a yard, but he kept those legs churning, and Cortez is able to get it first and 10. Ball in the middle of the field. Columbia moving right to left on your radio dial. And they're all white jerseys with purple numbers and Columbia across their chest in purple letters. Here's Usselton under center. He'll take the snap. Hand it on an end around to McCoy. McCoy breaks a tackle across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. He's down the right sideline, 30, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 22-yard line by Monte Vaughn, and just like that, Columbia, with a big run by Caden McCoy for 48, is going to set them up in good shape. That's exactly what I said, Clayton. As soon as he sniffs that sideline, Caden McCoy ultimately, or immediately, rather, becomes one of the most dangerous backs in the state. So fast. Columbia knocking on the red zone door here. They're going to get it first and 10 at the Marshall County 22. Usselton and the Lions break the huddle. Adrian Hildalgo checks in at wingback. Across from Davis at wingback. Duncan in the backfield. Here's Hildalgo in motion. They'll fake the toss to him, give it to Davis. He makes a move, hits the left sideline. He's at the 20, down inside the 20 to the 16-yard line before he's tackled by Vaughn and number 42, John Thomas. But there is a flag on the play at the 22-yard line, and this is going to come back as they're going to call a hold against the Lions. Yeah, it looks like it might have gone on uh, Cam Bratton, the right guard there for Columbia. Columbia just shooting themselves in the foot. More penalties negating positive yardage on offense. That's going to move him back 10 to the 32-yard line. And that's going to bring up a first and 20 Columbia at the Tigers' 32. Well, you got four plays here to get 20 yards, Lewis. You got to imagine they're going to try to, you know, go for it on fourth down if it's if it's close. You'd think so. 
Here's Hustleton under center in the wing formation. Ball on the left hash. Here's the handoff on the end around to Davis, and Davis is going nowhere as he is tackled in the backfield for a loss by number 12, Trey Warner. That'll be a loss of two on the play. And it looks like he's going to have to come out as his uh, helmet brace came off there for a second, but actually he got it back on pretty quick. Yeah, but he just slipped right there trying to cut back uh, to the inside of the field and got hit immediately, had no chance. Columbia seems to take one step forward and then two steps back as, again, that holding penalty on first down really hurt Columbia. Now it's going to be second down and 22 from the Tigers' 34-yard line. They'll break the huddle with Malik Smith at tight end to the left. Hildalgo at left wing back. Here's a man in motion. That's Davis. Here's Russellton rolling out play action. He's going to be tripped up and tackled for a loss in the backfield by number 12, Trey Warner, and that's going to be a loss of about six on the play, and now it's going to be third down and forever for Columbia at the Tiger 39-yard line. Bratton had the pull there going on the outside uh, to protect Usselton on the bootleg, and he held him up uh, for a decent amount of time, but Usselton kind of got vertical with Bratton and uh, was just tracked down after that. Couldn't get out of it. 15 on the play clock as Usselton will get the call from the sideline. And now, here we go. We got confusion. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. They might as well just take the penalty. Now they get it they off. Got it off. Usselton's going to throw it out in the flat over late the head. Hit. And that's hit. a late hit got it. on Usselton, and he is down. Come on, Luke. Get up, buddy. God. That was a... Midsection kind of hit. So a dirty play and a late hit is going to be called against Marshall County as Usselton's down at midfield. This does not look good. We'll take a break and be back right after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Welcome back, everybody, as Luke Usselton is back up on the turf here at Marshall County. Looked like he had the breath knocked out of him, so he'll walk off the field. He'll have to sit out at least one play, and that's going to bring in the sophomore, Cason Tice, 5'10", 150-pound, left-handed quarterback, and Columbia with a gift there from Marshall County. He's going to get the ball first and 10 at the Tiger 24. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a... uh a good opportunity for Columbia. They've shot themselves in the foot once again on this opening drive. They have taken some time off the clock, though, which is what we want them to do. Uh, but they are going to – Usselton is coming back in. I don't know how they're allowing him to do it, but they are. So, Usselton under center, first and ten. And, and see, down. I think they noticed it. They noticed it. He cannot – I don't think he can go in for this play. Unless we take a timeout, and I don't think, I don't, you know, I don't know. An official timeout doesn't count? No. Thomas Osteen was in the ear of the sideline official that has thrown most of the flags tonight against Columbia. 
and advised him of the situation. Let's see what the white hat does. He's going to walk over to the Columbia huddle, and now he's going to slowly, and when I mean slowly, <laughs> he's, going to, he's going to walk over slowly to uh, the Columbia sideline. And, and nothing comes of it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, maybe it's because the penalty was against him. So here we go. First and ten, Columbia. Man in motion is Davis. Handoff to Duncan. Duncan's going to break a tackle, heads to the right side, and he's going to be tackled after a minimal gain game of about a yard on the play by number one Vaughn for the Tigers. Anytime Duncan is touching the ball, it just looks like a lot of confusion. He's running into uh, the backs of his own linemen. Doesn't seem like he's able to hit the hole. It, it, Usselton and Duncan are also having some contact in the backfield as well. That's something they're going to have to work on. They're not on the same page. That's no, they sure. are not. Well, 7.02 to go and counting here in the third quarter. Columbia trails Marshall County 27-13. But Columbia with the ball at the Marshall County 23-yard line. Second down and nine. Here's Jordan Davis in motion, a toss out to him. He's going to lose the football, pick it up. He's going to take off again down the right sideline to the 20, to the 15, inside the 10, and he's going to be dragged out of bounds at about the four-yard line, and it'll be first and goal Columbia. I'm scanning the field for flags and do not see any. Jordan Davis is unbelievable. He drops the ball, it bounces, he gets it, and still hits the sideline. And it was a fumble too. It was. It was a pitch backwards. It was a live ball. Completely cool under pressure. Takes it all the way down to the four. Six minutes and 28 seconds and counting here. Columbia with the ball at the Marshall County four-yard line, first and goal. Duncan in the backfield. Usselton under center. They'll hand it, fake it to Duncan, hand it to McCoy. He's going to run out to the right edge. Beat he him. is going him. to get Boom. there. Touchdown, Columbia. Caden McCoy from four yards out. And, folks, this game is now a one-possession game. Columbia 27, Marshall, or I'm sorry, Marshall County 27, Columbia 19, pending the extra point. All Caden McCoy had to do was uh, beat the only defender out on the right side for Marshall County, which was Monte Vaughn, and he did absolutely that. He got, his, he got, he got McCoy around the ankles, uh, but another great run for McCoy. That's three touchdowns on the night for him, isn't it? Three for him, and we're only in the third quarter. The kick by Louise is up, and it is... Good. So with 6-12 to go here in the third quarter, Columbia makes it a one-possession game. Marshall County leads 27-20. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field here in Lewisburg and Columbia. Back in business, they trail Marshall County 27-20. They take the second-half opening drive and go 80 yards as Caden McCoy scores from four yards out for his third touchdown of the night. Three touchdowns on the night for Caden McCoy, and uh, it puts Columbia right back into this ballgame. I said at halftime, this uh, first possession in the second half is going to be so important uh, for Columbia's momentum to get back into this game, and they did exactly what they needed to do 
narrowed this lead down to seven, and now they've got an opportunity to get a stop and go and tie this thing up. Luis Garcia looking for a football as Coach Andres Booker will go down and get it from Luke Usselton's younger brother. He's still got that spiral, doesn't he? Andres is a good, good guy, man. He was he a good quarterback. Good Love quarterback. Andres. So Garcia will set it up on the tee for the Lions as uh, – I'm telling you, do not kick the ball to number two, A.J. Jones. 415. Don't kick it back there, period. Kick a sky kick. Do whatever. Don't kick it to him. And it's going to go towards the right sideline. It will not be caught by him, but instead by number six for Marshall County. I'll take that. That is Curry out across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Yeah, you're right. I'll take that. (laughs) Absolutely, you'll take that. So Marshall County is going to come out on offense now for their first possession of the second half. They're going left to right on your radio dial. They're in their black jerseys tonight with white stripes on the uh, side of each pant with white numbers outlined in blue with their white helmets with a blue stripe in the middle and the Marshall County M with a tiger on each side of the helmet. Travis Hall getting a breath on defense on the right side. Savion Ferguson in for him. So Marshall County is going to come out in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Braden in the backfield in the shotgun next to quarterback Silas Teat. Here's Teat. He'll get the snap. He'll fake the handoff to Braden. He'll load up, nowhere to go, being pressured. And he is getting really pressured and down for the sack. Boom. Caleb Clinton and Malik Smith putting pressure on Teat, and he will go down. At the 28-yard line for a loss of nine on the play. Huge play. And that is what Columbia wants as we're over halfway through the third quarter. You know, this press box is kind of swaying a little bit. It's starting to sway back over to Columbia's side. Well, we saw this last year in this game. Marshall County got out to a big 23-7 lead, and Columbia came back, tied the ball game. Unfortunately, lost in the last minute. Still a lot of time left here. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Braden's going to go in motion, and Salas' tweet teat didn't expect the football, and he's going to get sacked again. Sacked in the backfield by number 59. That is DeAndre Mathers. Mathers' experience is showing right now. Teat was not not expecting the football, and his center snapped it and hit his leg, and it went to the ground, and when he picked it up, Mathers was there to put him down. And now it's going to be third down and 22 for the Tigers from their own 25-yard line. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Teat tries to draw Columbia offsides. He gets no luck at that. He'll recall another play. He's in the gun. He'll move Braden to the left side. Here's Teat. Looks, dropping, dropping, pressured again by Smith, rolling to his right, and he throws it in, nearly intercepted by Terry Sharp, and that's incomplete, and Columbia is going to get the football back here with 4.28 to go in the third quarter. What an outstanding uh, stint by Columbia's defense there. They did what exactly what they needed to do to keep the, uh, the momentum on uh, Columbia's side. That's really the first big stop of the night for this Columbia defense, and it was absolutely beautiful. Three and out goes Marshall County with their first possession of the second half. Back deep for Columbia's Adrian Hildalgo. Need a good return. Here's the snap. Kick is away. It's a low line drive. It's going to bounce at midfield and roll and roll down to the 39-yard line. I will so take that. Absolutely great field position for Columbia to start their second drive here in the second half. 
and looking at the body language of some of these Tigers coming off the field, Lewis, this could be a big moment. Oh, you definitely, you definitely see the shift in uh, body language here uh, between these two teams. Columbia jogging a little bit quicker, has a little bit more pep in their step. They're kind of flying around the field here, subbing in and out, and they'll have a, a pretty good big break there and uh, jog up to the, to the line of scrimmage. First and 10, Columbia. Ball at their own 39-yard line. Usselton under center. Usselton will hand off to McCoy. Probably up the middle, 40, 50. He is on the go, and he is going to be tackled inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. First down, Columbia in Marshall County territory. There's no answer for Caden McCoy. There's absolutely no answer for Caden McCoy on the Marshall County sideline. When he hits open space, it's a foot race. What a run by McCoy. First and 10 with 4-10 and counting to go here in the third quarter. Columbia trails Marshall County 27-20. Lions will break the huddle. You got McCoy and Duncan in the backfield with Davis at wingback. Davis goes in motion to the left. They'll hand off to Duncan up the middle. He gains five, six, seven, eight yards on the play. Great run by Cortez Duncan. And that'll... Welcome back, everybody. We're just in Hopkins Field. We have some technical issues that we have to take care of, and uh, hopefully we're back on the air now. But Columbia throws an interception in the end zone. There's 16 seconds to go in the third quarter to try to tie the, tie the ball game. Here's Braden from Marshall County. They'll hand off to him right side. He's tackled by Caleb Clinton. Post the line through the Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field here in Lewisburg. Columbia unable to convert on fourth down. They threw an interception. Marshall County caught the ball in the end zone, and they got the ball to start first and 10 at the 20, and they're now at the 33-yard line. We've had some technical issues we apologize about as the handoff to Braden. Another first down. He's going to get the ball out across the 40 to the 43 for a first and 10 Columbia. Yeah, just another powerful run by him and uh, a lot more arm tackling from the Columbia Lions. First and 10, Marshall County at their own 43-yard line. Columbia needing to stop in the worst way. Barner comes in for Harden at the nose guard position. Hall, Hildreth, and Smith, the others up front for Columbia. Marshall County breaks the huddle. Two receivers to the right, tight end to the left, offset eye backfield. Here's the toss to Braden. Braden to the left, makes a cut, and he is on the races. He's at the 40, 35, inside the 20, and finally tackled at the 19-yard line by Autry Smith. There are no flags on the field. The Columbia defensive line looks just gassed. Look at manhandled down there up front, and it's just springing Braden. Loose on just about every play. That he touches the ball. We got a sideline warning now against Marshall County. 
They lead 27-20 with 10.32 to go here in the ballgame. And they're driving. Columbia had an opportunity to tie the game. But an interception on a broken play on fourth and goal from the three resulted in an interception in the end zone that gave Marshall County a touchback. And they were able to start out at the 20-yard line. Now they're inside the Columbia red zone. And that's going to be a penalty. So they did. Was it on their bench? I guess. They'll move it back to the 24-yard line, only five yards. Yeah, but it was a good time to uh, have some technical difficulties because they didn't have to hear that interception in, in the red zone. Correct. Here we go. Clock's going to start. 10:30 and counting. Marshall County with the football in the I formation with two receivers to the left. Here's Teed under center. He's going to hand off to Braden up the middle. Got a big chunk there on first down, down towards the 20-yard line. That'll be a gain of four. That'll bring up second down and six for the Tigers. Lincoln County and Giles County tied up at 21 in their matchup, uh, getting close to finish. Whoa. I know. Whoa. I know. Lincoln County big underdogs, and they are holding their own against the Bobcats tonight. Roland Manning will check in on defense for Barner. 9.45 and counting. Marshall County trying to milk some clock here. They lead 27-20 over Columbia. Here's Teed under center. He's going to hand off no. Play action rolling back to his left. Going to throw it out into the flat and incomplete as he underthrew the intended receiver. That would be his fullback, John Thomas, out of the backfield. That'll stop the clock with 9.33 to go in the game and bring up third down and five. Hall was breaking uh, towards Pete, the quarterback, or Teet, the quarterback right there, and uh, Autry Allen kind of came off of his man, number 42, to kind of come and help in the pursuit of Teet and uh, almost gave up a pretty big chunk play right there, number 42, out there wide open in the left flat. Here's Teet in the shotgun. He's going to do a jet sweep to Calthorne. Calthorne is going to run and be met by Jordan Davis and knocked out of bounds at around the 18-yard line. Gain of about one. We got an injury now. It's like somebody's cramping up for Columbia. The officials haven't seen it yet. Looks like it all go. It's going to bring up a fourth down and four. Clock will stop as the training staff will go out there to look at Adrian Hildalgo, who's got a cramp in his leg. Columbia's got to uh, buckle down if Marshall County decides to go for it on this fourth down here. Well, it would be a devastating play if they pick this up. It would be a 35-yard field goal from where they're at. Balls on the left hash. We saw uh, Wyatt Joyce kicking consistently from 50-plus in warm-ups. Easily. I mean, you kick the field goal here, and you make it a two-possession game, or you go for it and, and, and try to get another touchdown, or the worst-case scenario for Marshall County, you give Columbia the ball back with some momentum. That's right, and uh, that momentum could be sparked by Columbia's defense if they do decide to go for this one. It would be huge if they could come up with a stop and uh, get back on offense with no points scored. They've got to keep this one uh, within one possession. Well, if you're the Columbia defense, you might just bring the house right here and tell your guys to man up and do what you got to do. 
That's what I'd say. Don't jump off sides. I'm sure they were just told that. Not saying it won't happen, though. They're going to come out in the I formation. Tight end to the right, two receivers to the left. And play being stopped once again. Because they're still working on Hildago. I don't think the White Hat knew that. I'm surprised he can see that far. Columbia trails Marshall County, 27 to 20. Marshall County with the ball at the Columbia 18-yard line. They have it fourth down and four in what could be a huge play of the ball game here. It absolutely could. They still got the offense out there. Columbia needs a stop. They need to get the ball back here. back here. It's going to be fourth down and four for Columbia. They're going to take a timeout. We will as well. 9-10 to go in the ball game. Columbia trails Marshall County 27-20. We'll be back right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Welcome back, everybody. Fourth down and four for Marshall County. 9-10 to go in the ballgame. They lead Columbia 27-20. The Columbia defense needs a stop here. Got to have it. They're going to go out and spread. Two receivers, uh, one to the left, one to the right. John Thomas in at up back with Braden in the backfield next to the quarterback, Teat. Teat in the shotgun. They tried to draw Columbia off. No luck. Now Teat will go up to the line and call a new play. Marshall County going right to left on your radio dial. Here's Teat. Gets the ball. Rolls to the left. Looks, and the pass is going to be. They're going to say he caught that. They're going to say he called it at the 11-yard line. Looked like he may have skipped and hit the turf, but they're going to say it's a reception. That's a first and goal. It was definitely rather low. Or just outside the 10-yard line, so it's going to be first and 10 at the Columbia 11. 8.50 and counting. Columbia needs to stop. Marshall County in no hurry to break the huddle. They will. Some of that clock. They're in the I formation. Single receiver to the right is Jones. One receiver to the left is Randolph. Here's T. Hands off to 29, Braden. Braden's going to run over a man and get inside the five-yard line. That'll be a gain of about six on the play. Blayton holding up front from Marshall County, and it's just not getting called whatsoever. No, it is not. So second down and four for Marshall County from the five-yard line. 
Eight minutes and counting. Marshall County looking to extend their lead. They lead 27 to 20. They'll break the huddle and go back in the eye. Here is Teat under center with three on the play clock. Here's the snap. Hands off. No, he fakes boots around to the left side. He's going to try to get into the end zone, and he will for a Marshall County touchdown. Just a naked bootleg there, Lewis. He faked the ball to the right, kept it, ran it into the end zone, and that extends the Marshall County lead to 33-20. to 20. Yeah, everybody on the outside, on the left side for Columbia Central's defense, bit in at least one step and then uh, had to play catch-up, trying to follow T to the left uh, front pylon, couldn't make it there, and uh, they, only, they extend their lead to 13 points once again. Joyce. to make it 14. Joyce will come out to attempt the extra point. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is up, and the kick is good. Seven minutes and 40 seconds left in the ballgame. Marshall County adds to their lead and now leads Columbia 34 to 20. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in, and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, to Lewisburg, Tennessee, where Columbia Central High Lions are trailing the Marshall County Tigers 34-20. to As Marshall County scores there to extend the lead to two possessions, Columbia set to get the football back here. And Lewis... Um, not getting in with first and goal to four with a chance to tie it really hurt. It really, really did, and uh, Columbia paid for that one. Now they're going to have to work really, really quickly. They want any shot at getting themselves back in this one. Here's Wyatt Joyce to kick off for the Tigers, right to left, and that's going to be a deep, deep kickoff into the end zone and out of the back of the end zone, and Columbia will take over at their own 20-yard line. Well... Columbia has two timeouts left. There's seven minutes and 40 seconds left. They're going to have to score quickly. They are. Going to have to go right down the field and get a great stop on defense, use those timeouts, get it back, and have another quick score. And uh, that still may only tie it. So Luke Usselton and the Columbia Lions offense will break the huddle. They're in the wing formation. Adrian Hildalgo at wing back. Kalen Slaughter out at split in. In the backfield, you got Cortez Duncan and Caden McCoy. Here's Hildalgo in motion. Play action. Russellton's going to boot right. He's going to throw it across the middle of the field, and that pass is caught and complete to Caden McCoy. Tackle made by Curry. But after an 11-yard gain on the pass, that's a first and 10 Columbia. Another outstanding feat of athleticism from Caden McCoy. Took an absolute uh, 
dagger of a hit to the midsection on his way up to grab that one and still came down with it and picked up a first down for the Lions. That's what we needed. 7.20 and counting here. Columbia first and 10 at the 32. They're moving left to right on your radio dial. Lions will break the huddle. He'll all go at wing back along with McCoy. Behind the quarterback, Hustleton is Duncan. Here's McCoy in motion. They're going to fake the handoff to McCoy. They'll give it to Duncan, and he'll get nothing. Maybe a yard on the play as he's tackled by number 55, Jonathan Bayer, for a gain of maybe two. Yeah, it looks like two. Uh, that, that play with uh, Duncan up the middle just hasn't been hitting tonight. No, it is not, and it's going to take a lot bigger chunks of yards than this to get back in this game. Yes, it is. Clock's ticking. They'll break the huddle with 6.30 and counting. Columbia. Hustleton under center. Here's the handoff. No, he'll fake. He'll boot to his right. He's looking. He'll throw it across the middle. It's intercepted. It is intercepted by number 22, Thomas Beach. And that may do it. Never seen that. There's still six minutes and 21 seconds left, but that was definitely that was definitely a little bit of a dagger for Columbia. Well, I'm not sure who the intended receiver was on that pass, but number 22 Beach got the ball, and that's going to give Marshall County the football first and ten at the Columbia 37-yard line. Another short field for Marshall County. Wouldn't be surprised if they capitalize on it. So they've been doing all night, creating short fields and capitalizing. 6.21 to go in the ball game. Marshall County with the ball and the lead. Silas Teat under center. Damari Braden in the backfield. Here's Teat, toss to the left. Braden's going to hit the corner. He's up to the 30, inside the 25, down to the 24, and that'll be a first and 10. Marshall County, too easy. Way yeah, too easy. Yeah, it kind of looks like the wind's been taken out of Columbia. Tristan Harden off the field as Dravius Hall will come back in. Shifted down to an inside tackle position on defense now. Marshall County with the ball at the Columbia 24-yard line. 555 in counting to go here in the ballgame. They lead. 34 to 20. Here's T taking his time under center in the I formation. Here's the handoff to Braden. Braden hits the line, gains about three, maybe two on the play, tackled by a host of the Lions. Just keeps running that clock. Yep. Be second down and seven for the Tigers. Lewis, there used to be an old saying, don't let Columbia beat Columbia. And not to take any credit away from Marshall County, but tonight the Lions, especially in the special teams category, just way too many mistakes. Pretty much in every category that you don't want to have a bad category in. It's the little things, penalties, discipline, and special teams. Uh, and that's ultimately what, what got the Lions tonight. Second down and eight for Marshall County. Just under five minutes to go. They're in the pistol formation. 
Here's the handoff to Braden around the left end. He's inside the 20, sheds a tackler, spins, and is going to be finally knocked out of bounds. Stays nope. in bounds. Nope. The stays gonna, stays in bounds. Now he's going to stop it because it's going to be a first and 10 Marshall County at the Columbia 13. Start taking as soon as he spots it. And it does. It rolls with 435 and counting. So here we go. Marshall County will break the huddle. Columbia's needing a turnover bad. If you're on the defensive line, you're stripping for that football. Hand off to Braden up the middle. It's going to be three yards before he's touched, but he's going to drag a couple of defenders down yards. inside the five-yard line, and that's going to be a first and goal, Marshall County. I mean, it, was, it was more like four or five yards before he was touched. That I could, I could drive my truck through the hole in the center of that line. 3.55 and counting, first and goal, Tigers at the Columbia 2. Columbia confused on defense now as well. A lot of hands in the air, they don't know what they're doing. Just go tackle the guy with the ball. Teet's Simple. Gonna, Teet's going to stand up and get under center with five on the play clock. He'll hand off to Braden up the middle, and he will score. Touchdown, Marshall County. And that, folks, is pretty much going to do it. The dagger was in the back, and they just shoved it in and twisted it. That'll do it. That will extend the lead to 40-20. to 20. Marshall County with the lead here over Columbia, and a late flag comes in. And I guess now Columbia... Let's see who this flag is going to be on. That's going to be on Marshall County. Take it on the kickoff so the guy can't put it through the end zone. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a return for the first time tonight. Well, that the, happened yet. the first half miscues definitely coming back to haunt Columbia. Get, giving the Tigers the football twice inside their own 20-yard line. One was a high snap. One was a drop by the punter. It just seems like the story of the game has been Columbia giving it to Marshall County inside the 20-yard line. I mean, I don't think uh, not one of their drives has started uh, within their own 30, and if it has, it's probably one. There was one opportunity, and uh, it was taken all the way back to the house from the 20. So it looks like Columbia is going to choose to accept the penalty on the extra point. They'll probably still make that. Oh, absolutely. He probably appreciated that. So it gives him something to, something to do besides an extra point. So this will be an extra point of 35 yards for Wyatt Joyce, the junior kicker for Marshall County. Shouldn't be a problem. So he's got a very strong leg. Here's the snap. High snap. Set. Kick is on the way. It is up and it is good. 3.29 to go in the ball game. Marshall County extends their lead over Columbia to 41-20. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll be back right after this. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg, Tennessee, as this one's just about over. Columbia trailing Marshall County 41-20. Columbia down 27-13 at halftime. They came back and made it a 27-20 game. They got the ball down inside the Tiger five-yard line for a first and goal and could not convert. Marshall County comes down and scores, and then Columbia with the interception on their last two possessions. And Marshall County's made them pay. As Here's the kickoff by Joyce. It's going to bounce to the 20. Here's Hidalgo. Hidalgo with the 15 at the 20 in the middle of the field, loses, his, loses a step and gets out to around the 30-yard line where it will be first and 10 Columbia with 3.22 left in the ballgame. Columbia is just lost all all moxie about themselves and uh this is a tough one it's it's going to be tough this week in practice a short week in practice this week to go back and uh get back home and get ready for dixon county at home on thursday and this is just not the way uh, i know that this is not the way that the lions wanted their season to start out it isn't they were hoping for a little revenge after last year's game but columbia just continually in the first half on special teams shooting themselves in the foot uh, as uh, we're going to have a uh, delay game. Looks like it. Or no, they're going to call timeout. Timeout Columbia. Timeout. Col- or what? They said timeout Tigers. Over the- thank you. Thank you to Marshall County. Speaker timeout. System. Yeah, we were... Uh, didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, I don't know. And they called a timeout. Join us next week, as Lewis mentioned, at Lindsey Nelson Stadium next Thursday night as uh, the Columbia Lions will host the Dixon County Cougars in one of the longest-lasting series between two teams, them and Columbia, as Columbia hopes to get back on track next week. Yeah, we hope to give you a better outcome for next week's broadcast. The game started off so well. Columbia got up 13 to nothing, had all the momentum, and then special teams just absolutely shot us in the foot. Flushed it down the toilet. That's it. Not having Max Patton is Big deal. It is. So here's Columbia. Trips to the left, one receiver to the right. Usselton in the shotgun. A good time to practice throwing the ball. Blitz off the edge. No one there. He's going to throw it out to Slaughter, and he's going to make the reception at the 41. Clock will stop. That's a gain of 11 on the play. Keep doing it. So that'll be a first and 10 Columbia. 3.13 to go. Not really much to lose at this point in the contest. You might as well throw it around the yard. Yeah, this will be good practice. Uh, you, know, you never know when you might be in a situation where you need to march down the field and throw the football. And certainly right now it's one of those times. Columbia breaks the huddle. 2.54 and counting. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Here's Usselton in the shotgun. Usselton gets the ball, looks quick out to 
Adrian Hildago hit him in the hands, but Hildago could not hold on. Could have been another interception if the uh, defensive back for Marshall County was paying attention. Yeah, that was Curry in coverage for the Tigers. Luke, he threw that ball really hard, and I don't think Adrian was expecting that kind of heat. It's probably got a little water on it still. and It will stop the clock with 2.44 to go in the ballgame. Columbia trails Marshall County 41-20. to here in Coach Bobby Sharp's debut as Lions head coach. Lions will break the huddle. Trips to the left, one receiver to the right. McCoy in the backfield next to Usselton. Usselton looks, throws across the middle of the field. That catch is complete in the Tiger territory. That was McCoy across the middle down to the 47-yard line. It was almost intercepted once again by number 22, Thomas Beach. Luke, that thing went through a lot of traffic. Yeah, Luke threw that in a tight window, but that will move the ball in Tiger territory with two and a half minutes to go and counting in the ball game. And uh, you got to make you got to call plays quicker than this. We we got to get going. You want to try to score before the end of this thing? Need to have a pretty up tempo pace here. They'll break the huddle with 2:15 and counting. Pete lined up wide to the left in the trips formation. Slaughter to the right. Duncan in the backfield to block. Here's the throw out to Slaughter. He'll drag his man inside the 40. That'll be a gain of about seven on the play. The clock will continue to run as he was inbounds, 155 and counting. It's running out quick. Columbia going left to right. They'll line up. They won't huddle. 145 and counting. I also like to see Pete get involved. A lot of height up there on the top side. No Jordan Davis. Here's Usselton. He'll roll left, throw it out to McCoy. McCoy makes a man miss, but he's going to lose about six yards on the play. Just a little swing route out to him. and Didn't like the look at that one. No, that was horrible. That's going to be a loss of seven. Now it's going to be third and long for Columbia with a minute 20 and counting. As number, Taking their time. Yeah, as number 36, Chris Cathy's going to check into the game for Duncan. Minute to go. One minute to go in the game. Columbia trails 41-20. to 20. Marshall County with the lead. Here's Usselton. He's going to load up, throw it deep down the middle of the field, and nobody is home. And that pass will drop incomplete. That might have been a miscommunication there. That one was way off the mark. So fourth down and nine for the Lions at the Marshall County 46. 52 seconds left in the ballgame. Could be the last play we see on offense tonight. Slaughter to the left, trips to the right. You got McCoy, Hidalgo, and Pete on the right side. Kathy in the backfield. Here's a pass across the middle, and it is dropped by Caden McCoy, who would have scored his fourth touchdown of the game, and that is going to do it. That is going to do it, what folks. A disappointing outcome. And Marshall County will come out now and more than likely take a knee, and that will end our contest. With Two 40, quick knees will do it. 48 seconds left in the ballgame. Marshall County leads Columbia 41-20. to 20. 
in a game that was much closer than the score indicated. But, um, man, Columbia with a lot of issues to address. They that did, they do. They have a lot of things that um, you're not going to win many games when you continue to shoot yourself in the foot on special teams. But you got to give Marshall County credit. They're a good football team. They're well coached. And, they came uh, out here and executed, that's for sure. They did. They did. They did what they had to do. As Silas Teat, the quarterback for the Tigers, will get under center and take a knee. 45 seconds and counting. Both teams giving each other a handshake. Some good sportsmanship. Doesn't even look like they're going to reset the play clock as the clock rolls under 25, and that is going to do it. Your final score from Lewisburg, the Marshall County Tigers 41, the Columbia Central High Lions 20. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back to wrap things up. You're listening to Columbia Lions football on 103.7 WKOM. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM, Columbia. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in, and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back, everybody, to Preston Hopkins Field, where the final score is the Marshall County Tigers 41, the Columbia Central High Lions 20, and Lewis, uh, just not Columbia's night. We saw big plays here and there, jumped out to a 13-0 lead. They scored 27 unanswered before Columbia scored on the opening drive of the second half 
cutting the lead 27-20. The defense came out, got a three and out against Marshall County. Columbia gets the ball back, gets it inside the five-yard line, first and goal, and unable to get it in. And that's going to do it. Yeah, just an absolute heartbreaker down on the goal line with that interception for Musselton. Uh, a broken play there when you really, really didn't need a broken play. That was kind of uh, the, the turning point of the entire game because right at that point you've got the opportunity uh, to tie that ball game up. And uh, really at that point it's in anybody's hands and it's anybody's game. But that's not the case. They get the ball back, score another touchdown. Uh, and like I said, that the dagger was in at that point. The second touchdown kind of just – uh, shoved it in all the way and uh, kind of told the Lions good night for tonight. But I do, I do think that there's a lot of stuff uh, positive that came out of tonight for Columbia. Uh, they know what they need to work on now, a lot of good blips on offense um, and uh, a stop or two on defense that they can go back and learn from and look at uh, and a lot of mistakes to learn from too, discipline, uh, penalties, uh, you know, just a lot of selfish stuff guys arguing with each other on the field about where to be and where to go. Columbia's just got to gel together a little better and trust in one another a little better, and uh, they'll get better as the, as the, as the season goes on. Um, kind of the same outcome as what they had last season and still managed to gather themselves and uh, go on a pretty good run throughout the year. Um, Marshall County's a good team. They are. you got to give them credit. Tigers came out and played well tonight. Columbia punched them in the mouth early, but they responded and they get the win tonight over Columbia, 41-20. to 20. As I mentioned earlier, join us next week. It's going to be a short week as Columbia will play Dixon County next Thursday night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We'll be back at home, and uh, hopefully Columbia can turn the page and get a victory against the Cougars and get the ball rolling uh, with some momentum uh, as we head into this season. Lewis, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, As always, great job. But we want to apologize to our listeners out there. We did experience some technical difficulties. We hopefully got those straightened out at the very end. Uh, But um, lines just came up a little bit short tonight as they fall 41-20 to to the Marshall County Tigers. For Lewis Maddox, I am Clayton Harris. We'll see everybody next week at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Until then, good night, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed tonight's game of Columbia Lions football on WKRM. Being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Ten Pin Alley, Roof Systems Incorporated, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart by Davis Heating & Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, First Farmers, By the Garbage Man, By Caledonian Financial, McDonald's of Murray County, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, By Miracle League of Columbia, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line LLC, and By Fast Stop Markets. (laughs) 